Dear Miss Farrakew, As you are still away on your travels, I am continuing my correspondence with you as per your request to keep you apprised of the comings and goings of your friends in the Wayward Watch. This will mark the two-year anniversary of the day you asked me to begin this task, just a few days after the events of the Night of the Shooting Stars. I must say that it has become one of my favorite duties as steward of the Watchtower. Thank you once again for the opportunity. Most days, I have nothing but a short report for you, but it seems like things are starting to become interesting once again. While the new normal of Anaria continues to settle into standard life despite the floating continents on the horizon and infrequent visits from new lands, it appears things are in motion that will finally bring the Wayward Watch back into the light of day. Victor returned just the other evening, clutching his broom and looking very suspiciously at every shadow. I will no doubt need to ramp up security in his room again when he asks. This little contest that he keeps playing with Lyra, who can claim the broom from who, seems to be a core part of their ongoing courtship. On the other hand, Bolt has not left the tower in 52 days, their continued search for their creator consuming much of their time. In fact, it was on their way up to continue this search one morning that a curious event happened. They were speaking to Victor and just about to say goodbye when our Warforged friend sneezed. Twice. It was very confusing and a bit concerning at first, but when both felt something rattling around in their mouth, they reached inside and pulled out a tiny red fairy dragon. Two more escaped through their mouth moments later, causing minor chaos and confusion. Victor even thought Bolt had been pregnant and congratulated them on a successful delivery. As it turns out, the fairy dragons are indeed offspring, but of one called Glitterbug. The oldest and most elegant, called Shimmer Eye, announced that she and her brothers were here at their mother's request to invite Bolt and Victor to a special event at her home in Hollowbend. It seems that wanderlust or curiosity finally took their hold in our Warforged friend, who immediately began preparations to leave. However, they were interrupted by my presence, as the fairy dragons were not the only visitors that day. Two figures had made their way from the Salzport docks and up to the watchtower in search of the Wayward Watch. Bolt and Victor met them at the door, where the pair introduced themselves. A Loma Stargazer spoke for most of the pair, the wolf-like Kitsune cleric eager to meet the Watch in order to discover information about the mysterious moon that now occupied the night sky of our realm. The other, Aramis Alderhelm, was a quiet half-elf with a bit of a gruff attitude. He said he simply was following his god's wishes in seeking them out, but would not go into details on who, exactly, that god was. Bolt was more than eager to have the extra company on their way to Hollowbend, and offered to talk to them on the way there. They handed each one of the prepared travel packs before making quick preparations themselves to leave the tower. From here, I have received messages from them and pieced together portions of their adventures, so I apologize if my writings are a bit sparse in places. I always strive to be as thorough as possible. The quartet chartered a riverboat rather than opting to take the journey up the long road to Hollowbend. Bolt paid for the voyage and told Aloma all they knew about Lunira and her son, Lurian, the Son of Dusk, that was released from the beacon. After hearing the tale, Aloma requested to join Bolt and Victor on their adventures, and Aramis indicated he too would like to join. So, Bolt, without much ceremony, made them members of the Wayward Watch after Victor had them sign some standard party agreement contracts. The journey to Hollowbend took several days, during which time the trio of fairy dragon children frolicked among the group. 
None were spared their antics, though from what I can tell, even the stoic Aramis ended up enjoying their company to some degree. Before long, the party had arrived at Holoben, which turned from the simple forest and sanctum into a growing community all its own. It appears that the winter king and queen that you helped reconcile had moved out of the sanctum and began to return to more humanoid forms. Wolfkin worked the forest village floor, while spider-bodied arachnifolk formed a secondary village in the treetops. There is plenty of mingling between the two, indicating that they are merely making good use of the space they have, rather than any sort of indication of segregation. There is even a small building dedicated to the Millibrax College from Sixhills, which research suggests is an outpost which serves as a resting ground for students seeking to test themselves in Glitterbug's trial. After admiring the changes to the forest, the party was greeted by a gentleman named Bothgo, a curious wolfkin with blue fur and a permanently make-up grin along his muzzle. He is, apparently, Glitterbug's herald and liaison. He took the group back into Hollowbend Sanctum to meet with its mistress once again. Bolt's records indicate that Glitterbug was a small creature with pink scales, but according to the last missive, she has grown massively. She is about the size of a horse now, with a wingspan far beyond that, and now sports a deep violet color. According to the research I have done, this indicates that she has reached full maturity, and Bolt's notes seem to agree. While she might still be a bit playful, I do not believe fairy dragons ever grow out of their playful or mischievous nature, she is now far wiser. She welcomed the watch back and greeted the newcomers before telling them why they were there. Apparently, she had recovered her memories during the Night of Shifting Stars, as many had. It allowed her to realize her ongoing purpose was not simply to watch over the Sanctum, but to expand it. According to her, Hollowbend is supposed to be a trial of sorts to test the heroics of mortals. They get to test their mettle in a safe environment, and in exchange the challengers provide Glitterbug with a nebulous magical energy called Essence of Heroism. This essence allows her to create new trials and expand her world, which is why she has called the Watch to the Sanctum in the first place. She told the Watch that she was on the cusp of a new trial, but needed a final birth of essence from where the heroes to solidify the experience. She asked the Watch to participate in her new trial, promising them rewards in exchange for their services. They agreed and were shown a stairwell leading down to the next trial, with the Herald Bosco leading the way. Bolt was also confided in to look out for any aberrant creatures still lurking about, as Glitterbug has still been infested with their numbers. At the bottom of the stairs, the group found themselves treated to a brief overview of the trial they would face. According to Victor, who made sure to write down everything he could about a new story, it is a retelling of the next part of the journey of Hollowbend. The first, you may recall, is the King and Queen and their eternal war. After their war ended, with both losing their kingdoms and cursed to existence as animals, the power vacuum was filled by a tyrant known as the Crystalline Count. He was ruthless against his people and ravaged their land for resources, leaving them no choice but to flee. One such youth, who had seen his family and home destroyed, took up arms and swore his revenge. A beam of light interrupted Bosco's speech at this point, waiting for one of the group to step forward and take up the role of this youth. Surprisingly, it was Aramis who stepped forward to take the role of this dancer of fields. After this, the party was given the opportunity to accept a limitation or challenge in addition to the trial to increase their rewards. Bolt agreed to use no spell during combat while within the dungeon, though apparently this only applied to formal spells, not their equipment or runic magic. 
Aramis took up the mundane bronze sword of Dancer Fields, promising to use it exclusively in the trial ahead. Victor agreed to donate a portion of his earnings, a thousand gold, to a person or community of his choosing. He chose Durad Durskin, the dragonborn supplier in Border Town who lost a bet to the Watch years ago. Finally, Aloma took on a mantle of chaotic magic with the promise of greater power at the end of it. Their challenge is set, the group was shown behind the stage where a small room gave way to a vast forest known as the Forest of Harmony, most likely named after the gentle chimes and music that floated through the air at all times. There, they were tasked to locate the Guardian of the Forest Song, who had details on how to defeat the Crystalline Count. According to Bolt, the party wandered a bit with no clear direction until they came upon the overturned trees and barren land that broke up the forest and ended the song that had been with them since the beginning of their journey. Bolt identified the markings of aberrant creatures gathering resources, informing the group of Glitterbug's warning before they could follow the trail. They arrived on the scene of aberrant creatures gathering materials into a mass of flesh, attempting to recreate the tumors that caused so much havoc to Glitterbug so long ago. Ignoring subtlety, the party leapt into action, racing across land bridges that connected dug trenches and engaging with the creatures. There were three varieties of aberrants. Acid spewers who struck quickly before backing away, and thick carapist protectors who used ice to wall off their opponents. The third, minor workers by the sounds of it, spent their time slamming their thoraxes into the ground in alarm. The group worked masterfully, with Bolt leading the charge as his bulwark, Victor dancing in and slashing with his daggers, Aramis casting out waves of embers and ash that exposed the weaknesses of their foes, and Aloma calling upon the spirits of his Kitsune ancestors to barrage the enemies with stellar magic. Things seemed to be going in the group's favor, until the reinforcements arrived. With a rumble of earth, the ground beneath Aloma burst open and a large aberrant worm flowed up from beneath. The creature's segmented jaws snapped close on the kitsune, swallowing him whole before his stinger came around to stab at Victor, forcing Bolt to use one of their runes to redirect it at one of the smaller aberrants. Aramis cried out for Aloma before using more of his ember-like magic to flash inside the creature's stomach with the intent to save his companion. Bolt also took action, growing to their larger size and using their artifice to bind the creature to the ground with large rusty chains. A well-placed punch in the worm's mouth caused it to vomit both Aloma and Aramis back up, landing them on the ground covered in acidic juices, but not worse for wear. Even after the worm broke free, the group was able to slay the gigantic creature. Aramis had been badly hurt due to an unfortunate sting from the monster, so the party decided to take a rest after making sure the aberrant creatures and the tumor they were creating were thoroughly destroyed. Their journey into the Forest of Harmony and this new trial has just begun. Yet, seeing as how this message has already filled far more paper than I ever intended, I shall end it there for you. You should receive another missive shortly from me, detailing their continued adventures. Your humble servant, Kilobix. Hello, everyone, and welcome to session two of Anaria, the Shattered Realm. Woo -hoo! Woo -hoo! 
I am very excited for tonight, and I hope you are too. But first of all, we got a few announcements to get through. Uh, first of all, as always, don't forget to join our Discord. It's a wonderful place. It's magical, and we do a lot of talking. There was a nice discussion about how terrible poisons are in D&D, and that was really fun. Um, also, thank you to Sirenscape, as usual, for providing the uh, wonderful sound effects that you're going to hear tonight, like this. Very, Welchy. very visceral. Very well, uh, Yes. <laughs> do it again. Uh, do it one more time. Uh, okay. Ew, gross. Do it again. Nope, that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Oops. That sounds like something I need Say to put in my... Ooh, sneak peek at, wait a minute, when's this coming out? <laughs> it might not be a sneak peek, it might have been the episode that just came out yesterday. Sneak late peek. The Mind Flayer that Ooh. I just finished recording today. Ooh, very cool. I'm actually really excited to see that one. It's, it's very tentacly. Yeah. It's disgusting. Damn it, you don't have to watch it. You got a fetish. <laughs> yeah, well that's actually how I opened the episode. <laughs> Based on the number of can you do an aberrant mind slash fathomless warlock build <laughs> that I get? Like a number of requests that I get from you guys, like a lot of you have a tentacle fetish. Says the one who was saying the Asari is the best experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah the hair tentacles. <laughs> Guilty. Tune in okay. for the next tentacular. Uh, and then finally, did I have something else? I had some, oh, right. Uh, we are reminding you once again so that nobody is surprised, hopefully, by the time it comes around. We are on a three week schedule and then one week break. Uh, so basically, after this episode, there's another one on next Wednesday, and then we're taking a break. But there could be another video that comes out that Wednesday, depending on what we get to in time. And also, uh, don't forget to join us on Fridays for a Twitch stream. Either it's a, an art stream, uh, like we're doing tomorrow, which is not going to help you at all uh, at this point. Uh, or it's a paint stream that Scott and I have been doing. We've been enjoying that. Or something else. We have a few other ones that we're kind of thinking about. Oh, yeah, and of course, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, that's always going to help us out. And, you know, leave us a comment. Oh. Skull and Crossbones if you're excited to get back to it. And if you're not, well, you're Skull probably not leaving a comment, so I don't know. <laughs> really Skull and Crossbones okay. or watching. Yeah, or watching. All right, let's go ahead and get into it tonight. Everybody heard that wonderful recap. And yes, the recap is back, so uh, wonderful. I just decided to give myself more work, which is okay with me because I'm the one who made the decision, I guess. Uh, but we begin tonight after a, a hard-fought fight against uh, the aberrant creatures. It was uh, Aloma and Aramis's uh, first experience with these kind of weird uh, consumers of everything. Uh, how are you guys feeling as you uh, sit down for a short rest? As we go uh, slimy, full ham on the, on the, on the tumor. pile of tumor. Yeah. Yeah. Are we um, getting a short rest here? Oh man. I yes, you will be getting a short rest here. I don't have prestidigitation. Um <clears throat> sorry, now I have my mouth full. <laughs> <laughs> well, short rest requires eating, so yeah, it's okay. That's true. Um I'll do my song of rest. Nice. Pull yeah, up the guitar. Um, yeah, pull up the lute, strum a little melancholy like, discordant chord like, clean myself sounding hello dark is my old yep. friend <laughs> exactly something about trying to clean myself from like worm bile <clears throat> mm -hmm. my, my fur is terrible okay. in terrible shape it's matted and nasty and i don't have prestidigitation i almost <laughs> took it i did almost i almost took it, it. I, was <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like we might need that it looks like, i have ah, so many mind. cantrips <laughs> what am i doing with thaumaturgy <laughs> oh, that that was it's the that worst. Was an that was an automatic one um, from Light Cleric. Anyway, I think, yeah, I think Aloma would just be like, "What? 
were those things? Well, the long, well, the long and short of it are those are aberrant creatures um, that come from another plane, as far as we know. Uh, another one of these worlds that we've seen in the sky, or something it's, else. It's possible we've uh, uh, in Hasman Day, uh, which. You have heard of Hasman Day, have you not? Uh, yes, I have. You have. Oh. Well, I have now. Perfect. <laughs> only in only in the in the recent couple of years since the uh, Victor's our resident uh, <laughs> missionary a, for Hasman Day. Kind of a historian of sorts, <laughs> you know, sent by the Eternal Gale to remember the stories of the people. Yeah, um, that was that was the largest uh, infestation that we have found. So. You stick with us long enough, well, you'll probably see more of this. Oh, I don't know. We keep, we keep hoping. We keep hoping not. But where? What? Out. What is their purpose? Looks like their purpose is to consume and spread. Hmm. So there was, was there tumor uh, starting to do its like growth. It was. Stuff? It was not active yet. It looked okay. like they were building they were it up. Yeah. Um, so that pile of flesh, uh, the, the tumors, if you will. When they are active, or uh, for lack of a better word, alive, they start to spread out uh, on the ground and they cause corruption to, to flow and it ends up killing plant life. And I'm not generally a fan of ins invasive species. I'm happy to help you eradicate them wherever we can find them. Yeah. Well, um, how's everybody feeling? That's what I was about to ask. I could use a breather myself. Um, well, that's part of this. We're taking this the yeah. break here. Everybody right? gets a D6. I'm just Some wondering um, if, if anybody needs oh, yeah. a patch yeah. job. Is it per hit die? Per hit die. Per yeah. hit die, yeah. I, I think it's just one D6. It's might just be a D8 by now for it, you, though. It's a, it's, it's a D6 or D8, if you, um, as long as you roll a hit die. If you spend hit dice. If you spend a hit dice it's during that rest. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. It's a single. Let me find it again. I just scrolled past it, so. Yeah, Scott, you, how, pop, you popped the tumor and a little drone came out and started running off. And you how, how's it. your health? Shoot it down. Squeak! <laughs> Bolt. Yeah, as uh, long as you spend one or more, you I use a D6. I use, oh, um, D6. <clears throat> how many hit die? You used, like, all of my hit die. <laughs> I was super... I mean, oh, you were down to, like, 2 like, HP. You guys, I'm a healer. I mean, really... Let you, me be a healer. You guys took the brunt of the damage. I really save, didn't get hit at all. Save your save your magic for... If we ever... If we run into another combat, then... All right. Help. Um, I'm, I'm doing all right. And so I just took the time kind of, like, you know... Uh, reattaching a panel yeah. that got loose type of thing. All right, I'll just, um... I use I actually five hit die, so it's just one d8, six, d6. Yeah. Wait a minute, before I need to remember. <laughs> what does my chalice form do again? It's not deal. So you can use a bonus action to heal. Well, I turn it. I I I, I use turn my wild shape, yeah. which resets on a short rest. Yeah. A hookah. Oh, does it reset on a short rest? Yeah, I thought it was a long rest. Mm -hmm. Um. So that means I, I turn can... into the carpenter's cup and then I drink. Whenever you heal, you do like an extra D6. D8, I think. D8. Well, it's like when, when you cast a spell. I'm a... <laughs> six, 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 cleric five. Um, blah, 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 blah. I, don't, I won't use it. I won't worry about it. Sorry. Um, short rest. Short rest. Okay. 
Well, I wanted to tell you, I, I was quite impressed with how you, the two of you kind of looked out for one another. It seems that you have quite the bond. Mm. Uh, not really. <laughs> Listen, I know a guy like that once. You start playing Hello Darkness with Alfred again. He's he's a bit hard to get close to. There's there's a wall there. That's okay. Like That's like a wall of force. Regardless, you looked out for your own. Like and like Isma. It makes it easier when we get in a fight to know that you know you will have my back and I will have yours. Much easier. Of that, to know. yes, you can be certain. Good. Um. It, it was pretty selfless to teleport inside that creature. These guys work way better duty than the last recruits we had. All days duty bound. To to him. To saving life. That's good. Yes, the this last, is the first I've heard of that. The last two recruits we had, they died horribly. So I'm glad you guys are well, okay. Yes. Yes. I was picking stuff out of the joints for a long, long time. No bath. He can, smelled yeah. like rotting carcass. Uh-huh. But he can't smell, so he didn't know. I can smell just fine, thank you very I much. I was gone for like a week. <laughs> I came back and the whole castle smelled. I think I spent I think I spent a week in a hot bath. It smelled like someone made dwarf stew or something. Well, I was a dwarf. So. <laughs> Alright, so at, out, out of game as a DM here. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that you're just messing with these two, but I want to make sure. Do you, do you want this to be canon? You had two recruits before this, and they both died a horrible death. Yes, I think I think that's okay. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think it's. I was there for one, but not for the other. I don't I don't necessarily think that it was our fault though. They were very they were very gung ho, uh, not quite at the. Experience it level. just cuts these to a montage were. of all these people just <laughs> splatting against walls and like getting chopped in half. The boys like, oh, traps and smashing up in acid pools. For the record, this was after Eve and Sarah yeah. and yeah. Ezra yeah. left the yeah. party. Yeah. Listen, they, we what? were not in a good place. We were trying to fill a void. And then there's a you smash cut finding to yourself. There's a smash <laughs> cut to Victor laying on a couch while while Bolt is being a therapist for him, and then a smash cut, and they've switched places. <laughs> uh, so I need to know, what were the last two party members' names and classes? Um, One from each of you. G- Garnlin. Garnlin. Uh, that was the dwarf. Um, and it was a... a ranger. Okay. Yeah, Rangers are underpowered, that makes sense. <laughs> He's very gung-ho. Just He just... Wanted to prove himself so much. In that case, no, he was very gun ho. <laughs> he, he had a gun. Right. Yes. He did. He had like a blunderbuss. With a hoe attachment to it. <laughs> For some reason. It was a chopping hoe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, find, couldn't find a bayonet and decided no. to grab the closest tool to yes. tape it on. <laughs> and then, Victor, what was the other one? The other one was a monk. Of course. <laughs> they, they were there to heal and try. They were on a journey. You know, they were trying to. And it just. And it was Holly. They were younger into their career. They were they were going on a pilgrimage of some kind. Okay. Um, Got a race similar for me. Um, their name was. My brain's stuck on brand. wine. Let's say. It's supposed to be brand something. Vidax. Vidax. Vidax Brandywine is what I'm going to write down here. Vidax sounds like one of those video editing companies. Just just a human? 
take the violence say? out. Um, we'll say it was a gnome. Chop it out. A gnome and that was part of the problem because, like, yeah, it just yeah. didn't work out. Yep. Hey, the littlest folks are mad that <laughs> you said <laughs> <towards> that. <laughs> okay. He couldn't keep up with the party. We tried to we tried to send him to the littlest hopes, but he yeah. was like, no. I need to be on <laughs> too good for them. <laughs> it was wrong. Okay. But I want to assure you both, their deaths, while unfortunate, were both from rec very reckless decisions during combat. Well, in that case, I'll be dead pretty soon. <laughs> Not as long as I'm here, you won't be. And that goes for all of you. Glad to hear that. No, I might All be right. told in life, but I'm pretty big punch. Or, well, let me rephrase that. If you do die, I'll bring you back. This is getting a little bit too friendly. I'm gonna go for a walk. Okay. <clears throat> I was waiting for him to say if he dies, you just leave him dead or something. Mm -hmm. Moody. But yes, he's sort of the brood. I think type. I'm projecting another person. <laughs> I need to stop. Uh, so, Aramis, uh, you're wandering a little bit away from the rest of the group through the Forest of Harmony. The chimes are still like ringing uh, throughout. You get that nice little soft music. It's a little bit tranquil. Um, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Okay. How about a... 14. 14? Uh, you hear... You hear the faint sound of giggling coming from a little bit farther away. All right. I'll kind of just motion to everyone to catch up to me. I'll just be like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not a stealthy person. <laughs> see if anybody else hears. Okay, everybody else can go ahead and roll me a perception check. You have advantage on this because you've been, uh, you kind of got this pointed out to you. Also gonna sniff the air. Okay. Dog. 17. 17? 10. 10? Black. And Preston Scream with Black. <laughs> yep. I rolled a 16. Okay, that's good enough. Uh, yeah, so you guys can all hear, except for Bolt, you're, you're kind of still clanking around a little bit. Uh, but Aloma and Victor, you can both hear that same kind of sounds. There's a little bit of like murmur talking, a little bit of... Uh, little bit of giggling and you actually both smell because both of you have pretty good noses Victor from his uh, time with the blindfold and you just being a, a kitsune. You can also smell what it smells like maple syrup almost. It smells delicious. Um, I want some breakfast. I'd love pancakes but he ruined them for me. A story for another time. A story for another time. But it does appear to be coming from uh, just kind of made a spicy smash cut. <laughs> I was just thinking that we, at one point, like you were making waffles or something in your chest piece or something in the very beginning. I can't remember. No, I don't think that was me. <laughs> it was like bacon and waffles. Or, uh, Maybe that was a, a dream that Preston had. It was a dream. It was a fever dream. Yep. Yeah. That was Bard, that was Bard Preston. It's just a fantasy oh, about, bolts. about boltfuls. Breakfast. This is why I don't sleep after drinking like three bags. <laughs> Weird I made him. I made him spicy for you because I like spicy extra flavor and stuff. Yeah, that's right. I don't care that they like jalapeno flavor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like it's like blueberry pancakes, but it just has jalapenos stuck throughout. Yes. Oh, that it's sounds like horrible. cornbread. Me too. But I don't think it'd be good as pancakes. <laughs> I bet it would. I, I bet it would, even with maple syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. <clears throat> 
we ought to see where that giggling's come from and maybe see if we can pilfer some pancakes. Yeah, so be careful. There are things in this woods, uh, especially some flowers and things. They have ill effects. Uh, you, you strike me, Victor, as the stealthy, scouty type. Do you want to go? Really? When I, when I, walk I get more of the smelling type. Well, the two aren't mutually exclusive. I would like to take an action to hide and see if I can, like, <laughs> after-image my way and be like, where'd he go? My goal is just to insult 20? everyone to keep them far away from me. That way no <laughs> one can cry when I uh, die. I mean, you put a little perception check there. 20 against a perception? Oh, God. <laughs> 18. So you win. Okay. Yeah. He just kind of, like, just hangs away. Hmm. Reverse psychology. <laughs> it's insult them until they're good. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you told me to do it, I wouldn't have done it. But now that you're telling me, I can't So uh, I'll go stealth closer and see if I can okay. sniff out anything. Uh, so as a reminder for this forest, it is pretty... The trees are pretty far spread out. It's not like a really thick forest. Um, so after about 50 feet, you start seeing kind of this... Uh, this rising steam that's covering a portion of the area. And after about another 25 feet, you kind of sneak up and uh, come around a bush to see uh, a little bit of a hot spring, actually. I cast a message. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, is he, well, I guess, is he within 120 feet? Um, yeah, it's not too far away. So, Victor, what do you see? I see a hot spring. I'm looking, but I... Do I see any figures, any people? Uh, yeah, as the steam kind of clears, you do see uh, three figures kind of sitting. Two are sitting on the bank, and one is kind of halfway sunk in the water. Uh, the two on the bank appear to have uh, sort of an orangish-brown skin. Uh, they have hair with, like, leaves stuck in it. Uh, neither of them, uh, neither of these women are wearing clothes, and they're both kind of fawning over uh, the third figure in the water, and he's just kind of lightly red-skinned. He's got a couple of horns that are sticking up that you can see just out of the front of his head and this kind of black hair that's pretty short-cropped. And he is not wearing any clothes either. In fact, you can see his overalls uh, kind of set off to the side. Okay. Feels like a Greek cautionary tale. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna or just feel like you're locked into some weird threesome. Um, <laughs> how do I say this? There are people. They are naked. Not sure if they're in danger. They seem to be liking one another's company. Uh, should we interrupt? <laughs> I'll uh, message again. Um, we'll, we'll come to you, and uh, this might be part of the trial, or perhaps we could get okay. a direction to go. Okay. Um, well, I, it feels awkward to sit and just watch, so I'm going to come back to you guys too. <laughs> you pull your blindfold down. <laughs> I can still back. hear them. I can still hear them and say like, ah, it doesn't help. Uh, so I, I will make my way back to you as well and show you the way. Okay. So we'll start. I say I'm gonna start walking towards. Did do you tell the other two? Because message is only yes. One um, Victor has found a hot spring uh, with some people there. Uh, he seems very concerned about their lack of clothing. <laughs> For some reason, but uh, I think we should go investigate and see if they know, you know, the next part of the challenge. Lead on. Okay, I'll go ahead and start walking towards okay. uh, the direction. 
I feel like it would be less awkward if we like give him a flare, give him an opportunity to get dressed, maybe, or do you think we just come out with guns blazing? Uh, give him a flare, light the forest on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you have thaumaturgy. <laughs> I do have thaumaturgy. What's over this way? Yeah, I, mean, and I am definitely hour. not quiet, so. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, your voice booms up to three times as loud as normal for one minute, is one of the things that it can do. Okay. Um. How would you guys like to approach? I'll give them the descriptions as well. I'll, I'll tell mm-hmm. them what I, like the the horns on the guy's head. Now, does he seem like a tiefling horns, or does he seem like more satyr type? Uh, he had lighter red skin, but that's really all the information that all you know. I can see. But they're not like they don't look like ram's horns. Okay, I can tell you okay. that much. They're just kind of like no, but like but there's no like it's just humanoid mm-hmm. with horns. Okay. Yeah, I'll um. I'll, I'll like maybe make my voice really loud before Hello. we come through the woods, <laughs> and just be like, "These these woods are lovely." <laughs> or it's just something inane. You do oh, yeah. you do hear the voices stop for a moment, yeah. and they then sure there is some there is some water splashing, uh, so that when you get to the clearing. Or the, uh, the little hot spring here. You can see the other the other two uh, that were on the bank have actually like sunk into the water on the edge, and they're just kind of like watching you as the four of you approach. Uh, the the gentleman just kind of leans his head over his shoulder and he goes, "Oh hey, company, how's it going, guys?" Fine. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, come this. share the spring. <clears throat> how's the water? Steamy. You know, I could use a bath. I can see that. <laughs> and actually, he'll actually like get in <laughs> the water. You do that. <clears throat> Clothes are getting wet, but eh, whatever. Yeah. It's leather. Yeah, leather is known <laughs> for drying really <laughs> easily. <laughs> it doesn't weigh you down at all. Dried <laughs> yeah. right, leather just smells like wet dog. It's <laughs> Feel free to join the rest of you. Um, there's there's a little bit of food. We got a couple charcuteries here if you're interested. <laughs> Um, well, I was wondering, first of all, my name is Bolt, that is Loma, this is Victor, and Aramis. Uh, nice to meet you, I'm Aerotaxis, uh, and these lovely ladies are, and he kind of looks to them, and they just kind of uh, sit there for each other for a moment, and there you go, Maple at the same time. Maple, that's right, they're Maple. Both of you are Maple. Uh-huh, they say at the same time. Uh, are you one entity in two corporal forms? They kind of look at each other and they say, well, one of them says yes and the other one says no. Uh, mm, I sniff the air. Does this smell come from the, the spring in them specifically, like the uh, area? Yeah, you, the, the maple that you're smelling is definitely coming from uh, the two girls that you're seeing. Mm, it's better if you just don't think about it too hard. Uh, what are y'all doing here? We were sent by Glitterbug. Oh, she's letting people down here now. We're the first. Oh, well, we wonderful. Were, Welcome. We actually just cleaned out a uh, kind of an infestation of uh, bug-like creatures that were that, in this forest. An infestation? Mm-hmm. Like really close to here? Yeah. Ooh. Dodged a bullet there, didn't I? Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, please have some food. Can we tell now that we're closer to him? Do we recognize like what his um, race or species? Let's get be? some religion checks for anybody who wants to uh, take a look, Dang. or some nature checks if you want to oh, uh, examine the two 
women. Examine in the side eye way, not in the other way. Victor Stoss blindfold down. Uh, yeah. 18. 18. 18, 18. 9 for your nature. Uh, you can tell there's some sort of woodland spirit or a sprite or creature of some kind. Uh, as for uh, the gentleman, he looks to be a uh, devil of some kind. Like not a not a tiefling. You can you can tell like tieflings are typically a lot more. Well, I mean they kind of run the gamut, but uh, this gentleman does give off that kind of aura, especially to our uh, local paladin of being a devil. Hmm. Victor, what was the difference? Yeah, he'll uh, I guess join. Yeah, have a seat. I was just edge. gonna sit to roll up kind of his pant legs and mm -hmm. stick his feet in. Nice and warm, isn't it? Is that cool? And he, yeah, it, it absolutely is like a hot spring. And he holds up one of the charcuteries. He's like, "Geez, you don't get charcuterie much out here." No, you but don't. Victor, I had to make it myself. Wait for a second. Um, what? Oh, is it? Is it because of that? Is it? Yeah. Okay, I get it. I, I understand. No, no offense. <laughs> um, none, yeah, none taken at all. We've heard stories. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty smart. Actually, you don't want to end up uh, indebted to a devil or a, a, a nymph here, and Maple kind of nods their heads. Um, is there anything that I can do for you? Because you did technically save my life a little bit. I mean, not in the strictest sense, but I have a I have a feeling that those creatures eventually would have found me, and uh, yeah, we're going to spread. Yes. Yeah. Would you be willing to sign this paper affirming that you said that we saved your life and that you are in debt to us? I mean, like, what does the debt include? Does the paper does the contract include that? Like I, I, I am a devil here. I have to know the full contract. I have to know. I like this guy a lot. I'm very versed in infernal law. Thank you very much. I like this guy a lot. Listen, I got a new a new lawyer. She looked at my papers, said they were all junk. I came back, got some new papers here. We can write in. Victor will like take about the crystalline count. Oh, the crystalline count. That would be why you guys are here, huh? Well, he's a nasty fellow. Uh, he likes to uh, gather up his gold uh, via strip mining, typically. Um, he's starting to make his way into the forest. I heard uh, his first expedition is coming soon here. Um, I'm assuming that you're here to take him out. Is that correct? I believe so. Mm -hmm. I have no love for someone who would disregard nature in such a way. Yeah. Well, I know that uh, the the guardian of the Forest of Harmony, uh, the guardian of the Forest Song, he has a... He has an idea of how to beat the Crystal Count, but you'd have to go talk to him about it in order to get his thing. I can get you a, a good word in, maybe get you an audience with him. Who is this audience? Oh, he's um he's an old forest spirit. Uh, Maple, you you know him, right? You're what second, third cousin? And they're like twice removed, couple generations down. They they look at each other like, yeah, he's a treant. He, uh, he basically is just a, a treant that uh, has been protecting the forest ever since, and he kind of he kind of almost gave the forest his name actually with his uh, wonderful little harmony that he brings. Oh boy, that's not harmony. That's not harmony at all. But yeah, I mean, I can get you a good word in. I can get you an invitation to his little uh, his little court that he holds. Not an actual court, obviously. But uh, yeah, that sounds pretty good. I think that's good payment. Uh, Maple, and they kind of turned him to. Would you mind that they go, yeah, okay. And they they kind of glide over through the water to Aloma 
and they each like put one hand on one side of your chest and then bring their other hand up to your cheeks, your individual cheeks, which you know, obviously is a little more awkward for a uh, muzzle than not. But they just kind of draw a quick maple leaf on either side and it kind of glows for a moment and then fades away to nothing. And I just want to say to them like, Maybe under, how far away am I from the devil? Probably about fifteen feet. So <clears throat> I'll try to like, as as quietly as I can, be like, "Are you all right? She, are you safe?" Do you uh, need help? The white knight. <laughs> um, he. Let's see. So they will. They will shake. They will. They'll shake their heads. Like, what, so you asked a lot of different questions there. Right. What's the main one that you want um, to ask? Do you need help? Uh, they'll shake their heads and they'll say, "No, no, just." Having some fun. And the incubus uh, looks over and he goes, Satisfied? Oh, the incubus, not devil? Uh, he is an incubus, yeah. In fact, if you ask him directly, he'll, he'll say that he's an incubus. So, What is all of us well, about that? Where, where do we find this court? Um, guidance. <laughs> that's uh, a. <laughs> so, you want to use like detect good and evil or something? Because uh, you are a paladin, right? Gosh, I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> yeah, you do have um, divine sense. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was gonna say. So divine sense shows, shows you. Where they are. Yeah, fiends, shows you devils and fiends. Yeah. Uh, we know he's a fiend. undead and. Yeah. Um, Doesn't uh, inside check. Something about unhallowed ground smells like a noxious. There's yeah. some kind of effect there for flavor. I want to inside check them and then I ask them if they were, if they needed help. My die go. Oh, there it is. Gosh, um, Plus eight, seventeen. Um, you didn't get the impression that they were compulsor in any way, or they're in duress. They're kind of just, they're a little surprised to have extra visitors, considering the state of them. But they don't seem to be. Uh, they don't seem to be anything more than just frazzled at the, the surprise visit. Okay. And then, if you want to incite uh, the yeah. incubus, you can. All right, I'll yeah. incite them. Oh, so bad. How about eight? I mean, he's an incubus, so, mm-hmm. yeah. No strong feelings. Yep. Kay. No, yeah, there's no, like, overly good aura that's <laughs> covering over the fact that he's a fiend or anything like that. <laughs> and he goes, uh, directions to that, to the guardian, I don't really have. But if you keep following that path, and he, he kind of points over and you guys see a path that you've never seen before, uh, it should take you to somebody who can help you out. Okay, right. Uh, well, and enjoy whatever this is, and we'll be on our way. Thank, thank you. Thank you for the bath. It was much needed. Of course, anytime. Where are you get out and be like, yeah, do the whole <laughs> ah, towel floss. So we're even. <laughs> are we even? I'd say if, if you believe that was, I can agree with that. Well, I mean, it was my favor in return to you guys, so uh, it's you who gets to tell me if that favor was adequate or not. Just making sure that there's no extra. <laughs> no, of course not. All right. Sure, you don't want some cheese. We'll take some for the road. Okay. Um, once, are we going to leave? Yeah. Okay, once we leave, I'll cast, uh, <laughs> uh, Why not? Yes. YOLO. <laughs> uh, do I have the tech magic? 
how do I have? Don't have to take. My, I have dispel magic. I will cast dispel magic on the cheese for you. <laughs> he already ate it. He literally was like, "Yeah, sure, Hulk." Oh, I mean, if you want I thought you said for the road, and like we're gonna leave. Yeah, he for the road, and then he popped oh. it in his mouth. <laughs> okay. Well, I was about to cast it. Now that I digested on the road. <laughs> I have detect magic, <clears throat> but it was too quick, too late. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's leave these uh, these three alone. Right. Let's head down that path. Alrighty. So uh, you travel along the forest for another 30 minutes or so. Um, kind of just meandering this way and that. And you arrive at uh, this kind of... The trees start to change a little bit. They turn... Um, let's see. Hang on. I have a description here that I should just read you. As you continue to travel through the Forest of Harmony, the trees suddenly become more orderly, lined up in neat rows. These are smaller than the other trees of forest, fruit-bearing trees that blossom outward quickly rather than stretch into the sky like the others that you've seen. You can smell plum, you see, sorry, you can see a small plum of smoke behind these thick, neat rows. Hmm. What do you suppose that smoke is about? Should we investigate or continue? Yes. Probably. So we've we've, as we said, we've been through this before. Um, it, honestly, I feel like it's better to just keep moving forward and try to uh, get through the trial than than spend a lot of time trying to figure trying to figure out the trial. So I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but it seems like there's a lack of leadership. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I'm second in command. Hmm. Okay. Eve said so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just keep moving. <laughs> yeah. Walk yeah, on. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Eve also said you were the leader after she left. Right? <laughs> She just she neglected just to tell Victor. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, as you break through the tree line, moving towards the smoke, your eyes behold a small cottage with an active chimney. There is a small, thin, or it, sorry, it's a small thing with a pen connected to one side, holding a pair of rather docile looking wild boars who barely register your presence. Beneath the window of the house uh, grows a bush of vibrant roses and the sweet scent of cooling pies fills your nostrils. Mm. From inside the house, you can hear humming in harmony with the ever-present music of the forest. Okay, I'm gonna go up and uh, make my way up to their front door. Okay. All right, after a few moments, the door swings open and a, uh, a woman steps out. She has green skin. Uh, she has p vibrant pink hair that comes down in like waves over her shoulders with little like white blossoms in it, and she's wearing a set of overalls and holding uh, a steaming pie with a pair of oven mitts, and she goes, well, howdy! Aren't you the cutest little band of adventurers I ever did see? Miss? Uh, uh, yes, hi, I'm Belladonna. Hello, my name is Bolt, and I'll introduce the rest of the group. Well, it's very nice to meet you all. How can I help you today? We're looking for, what was the guy's name again? The, the Guardian of the Forest. The Guardian yeah. of the Forest. Yeah. Oh! Well, he's not here, uh, obviously. This is uh, this is my farm, um, but I can I can give you directions to him if you'd like. That would be wonderful. Excellent. First of all, though, can I ask y'all a favor? It would seem fair. Perfect. Well, unfortunately, it seems that my husband's kind of run off right when the harvest is about to happen. 
I was wondering if you could help me, you know, pick some of the uh, trees in my orchard here. In fact, I need to take, I need to have some of those bushels sent over to the guardian. So if you could deliver them, I'd be mighty grateful. Might even give you some of my uh, more rare fruits. Yes, doesn't sound too hard. What is all the smoke about? Oh, and she she holds <clears> up <throat> the pie and she says, "I'm cooking pies." Hmm, that's a lot of smoke for pies. Well, I mean, it's a normal amount of chimney smoke. Hmm. Sure, just uh, point us to which uh, trees you want picked. And... <laughs> well, and she kind of. Uh, she kind of sets the pie down under the windowsill and kind of brushes a little bit of the steam away. You can smell like the nice little peach smell to As it. As they walk away, they all go. <laughs> they start curling their fingers. Right and then she takes off her gloves and she kind of waves a hand down and uh, four bushels kind of come down. And she goes, just start picking from trees and uh, grab what bushels you can. Some of them are a little harder to fill than others, but if you fill a bushel each, that would be uh, more than mine to find. Okay, well... We'll get this done as quickly as we can. Thank you very much. Not the problem. So Thank we'll go ahead and grab a bushel. Grab a basket. And, yeah. Mikkel okay. uses knives. He's going to try and cut down as many knives. He's just going to kind of see if they can cut them down without bruising them too much. Okay, so you start... Uh, hmm, give me a... Performance or be an attack? What would it be? I think this is a performance. This is a knife dancing maneuver. That's a corner. That's a 16 and... Pretty sure it's like a. Yeah, my plug with me. And if I could type my bad. Pretty sure it's like a plus six. <laughs> Your computer didn't come prepared. You are not prepared. Okay. Remember, the force will be with you. Always. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Creepy. So that's a plus six. Wrong. So that's twenty. Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as you start like throwing out your knives, Belladonna kind of goes, oh, "Be careful with the trees, please." Uh, and you expertly start slicing through uh, the fruits and letting them kind of drop to the ground. I'm gonna go to the base of another tree that. and just shake all the fruit out of it. <laughs> I was like, "Wall track, like having this wicked thing." Please do not harm the trees. I'd appreciate it. They are my livelihood, after all. Lighter shakes, thank you. Uh, so everybody can pick uh, pears, apples, oranges, or cherries, whichever you would like. Pears. Pears. Uh, cherries. Okay. Take apples up. All right. Or uh, oranges. 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 Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. So it's actually it's actually a nice. Uh, it's an hour long work before you fill the bushels. It's a little bit long. It would be a little bit longer, but Aramis has kind of found a workaround by literally shaking the cherry trees. Uh, at one point, so you do real life. yeah, you do come up to a uh, rather large-looking uh, cherry blossom tree, and uh, and Belladonna calls out and she goes, "You could go ahead and skip that one." As in, please don't touch that tree, please. They're missing the love your peaches while I shake your tree. I'm just gonna stand under it. It feels nice for some reason. Okay. Look at the cherry blossoms. And uh, after a few moments, she comes around the corner of the tree. Like, she literally just appears around the corner of the tree. And she goes, you admire my branches? Uh, Yes, sorry. No, it's all right. It's a beautiful tree. Hard to believe she was just a sapling. How how long ago? Oh, that was probably about 50 or 60 years, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, oh, well... Things work a little bit differently here in Hollow Bend. 
So it could be 50 or 60. It could be a millennia ago. I'm not really sure at this point. All right. I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> well, um, wh what year is it where you come from? Do I know? <laughs> uh, it's, probably, I think it's probably about, what is it, 1320-something? That's what I'll say. Yeah, 1322. Well, that's not, uh, should be far longer than that. It was longer than that when I came in here, so... Uh, yeah, I probably, I probably would say that uh, maybe there's been an age or two since that have passed, and that new, you know, new calendars like uh, like mortals like to do. But it is a very nice tree. Indeed. Did you um? Do you remember experiencing any kind of uh, I don't know violent ground shaking about? 1,322 years ago, roughly, maybe a little before that. Oh, Hollabend is, again, it's kind of in, in its own little uh, pocket, as it were. I don't know too much about it, but uh, obviously um, all of this exists a little bit outside of the normal world and everything. That's where I found it, at least. Just how long do you think you've been in here? Ah, I think I've been in here... Probably about four or five thousand years, I think, at this point, since I uh, since I came with my sapling. So what I was trying to get at was um, if she the, if she experienced any, yeah, basically the what she's saying breaking is of the world. yeah, basically what she's saying is that uh, because this exists in like a pocket dimension, because you guys were underground before the, this opened up into a forest, and it's a wide open forest, so it's uh, definitely kind of outside of the normal uh, rules of reality. Well, um, I think that the the world has changed quite a bit since you... No doubt. Oh, 5,000 years, you said. Yep, that's about how long that I remember being here. You don't look a day over 40. Well, that's all thanks to this. And she, uh, she weighs her hand at the tree. Oh. What did you say, sorry? <laughs> Nothing. 40,000. You said 40 and I said 1,000. <laughs> don't look a day over 1,000. <laughs> well, I thank you. Oh, <clears throat> I, I think I understand. Is this tree connected? To you, uh, like a life, life force or some Absolutely. sort of essence. It's the uh, last living branch of my original tree. Hmm. Who it would are make you exactly? Oh, my name's Belladonna. But more than that, I'm a dryad. Oh. So uh, I, I, I was born from a tree, and uh, that tree unfortunately made a tragic end, and I barely made it out with uh, this little sapling here. And eventually, it grew up, uh, and I kind of decided to stay here in Holoband for the time being. And your husband, you said? Yeah, he's uh, around here somewhere, a little scamp. Also a dryad? No, he's... Well, don't don't hold it against him, but he's an incubus. Ah. Yeah. Uh, I believe we may have met him. Oh, really? He was in a... Take it he, was, he was... He was bathing. Mm. There is a hot spring not too far from here, probably about half an hour. He does like to frequent it. He, yes, he was, he was also with someone named Maple, or two people named Maple. I don't know, they were... Oh! They were was Little out. Maple there with him? I guess. Little Maple, this is... <clears throat> Be on my way. Maple's another, another dryad. Um, it's kind of one of those situations where two saplings kind of intertwined with each other and, you know, kind of mixed together and... Uh, they just oh. ended up being maple. Where's Helm when we need him? He would know all about this stuff. 
Well, well, I'm, I'm just about finished here with. Oh well, if you just if you're all just about finished, uh, why don't you come on back to the house? I'll get you a nice slice of pie. I'll uh, give you a little a little treat to send you on your way and tell you where to go. Can I insight check? Sure. Just I just want to see if like it feels genuine her offer of uh, pie and not some kind of yeah. trick. That's a two. I am all for this pie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> May I ask you a question? Of course. She says that she's kind of like helping you gather up the rest of the last little bits. You think you've been in here for four or five thousand years. Mm-hmm. Do you recall before you came in anything about the moon? Uh, specifically, did you know anything about Lunira? Well, I remember her shining down on me but back before I had to make my escape. Um, she was really beautiful. Hmm. She seems to have been lost, broken. Oh, no. And I'm trying who, to... who could break a moon? That's uh... Well, I'm not quite sure, <laughs> but I'm also trying to find the out devourer, where she's me. been. I, <laughs> I just broke a city. I feel the to me. Really? What does it sound like? Hmm. And he'll, he'll sing a snippet of the song. Okay. Um, and kind of show her his like little star map tablet mm-hmm. that that he got the words from. And she she takes the tablet kind of reverently and she goes, "May I just?" All right, yes. thank you. And she kind of runs her hands over it. She goes, "It has been a long time since I've seen an actual sky, an actual star sky, even in this kind of form. But it's definitely there. Everything that I remember." Well, perhaps we can talk to Glitterbug about maybe letting. The natural sky filter through for you. Oh, well, that would be wonderful. I don't know if it's possible, but I'd be happy to talk to you. <clears throat> Any good word that you can give, that, that's for sure. As far as Lunira goes, she was always pretty benevolent. Um, as far, you know, the night is kind of a dark place, and she wanted to be that bright light in the night, you know, as it were. Uh, she always was very fair to everybody. She blessed the world with her, uh, her children, and she blessed the world with her servants, and if she's looking for a new servant, then answer the call. She's There's no better goddess, in my opinion. Hmm. Thank you. Your words bring me great comfort. Oh, I wish I knew a little bit more for you. And th- by this point, she's back at the... You guys are back at the cottage. Uh, she's pulled out a few, basically, like, uh, old wooden stumps or uh, wicker chairs for you. And she's been serving you up each uh, peach or cherry pie, whichever you prefer. Mm-hmm. Peach. I'll be cutting off a piece and seeing if the uh, chomper chipper chipper uh, chipper would not like any pie. Thank you. I oh, and I promise that none of these pies or anything leave any obligation. I know there's some people who are a little bit wary of the fae, as it were. Well, based on my two insight, I fully trust everything you say. <laughs> I would like apple, please. Of course, of course. And she actually will have to go inside for apple. She only had the peach and cherry. Out. That's all right. That's all right. You're my guests. Uh, yeah, so she'll head inside for the apple pie. I'll go to sit on a wicker chair and be like, mm-hmm. and I'll seatbelt. Besides, use a seatbelt. But I'll make it feel like I'm sitting in a wicker chair. Nice. You kind of rock back and forth yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I have to make the creaking sound myself, though. Yeah. And so she comes back out and she's got a slice of apple pie in one hand and she's got a basket uh, in the other that. Seems to be a little fruit. She hands that to you. Thank you very much. And she goes, (laughs) "Yeah, it tastes delicious. Like Mm -hmm. it gives Einor a run for her money as far as uh, taste goes." Mm. 
I've had years perfecting these recipes, so. Thousands, and it shows. It's delicious. Thank you. No, so thank you. of the three is yours, uh, these other trees, are they other friends of yours, or are they? Well, I mean, all trees are friends for me, but uh, no, these are just regular trees. Okay, okay. Yep. Just thought we were eating fruit from people. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that completely, but... Uh, no, I mean... Victor's going to become a vegetarian. <laughs> An anti-vegetarian, <laughs> because he's worried about trees <laughs> being... A vegetarian. <laughs> Carnivore. Uh, anyway, I do appreciate y'all taking care of... Uh, taking these over to the Guardian and everything like that. Uh, unfortunately, I just can't get away from the farm as long as my husband's out. Um, but I did want to thank Are you. Are you trapped here when he's not here? No, I mean, I can't go too far out of the forest, obviously, oh. but it's just somebody's got to be watching the farm, as it were. That makes sense. What, what is your husband's name? Uh, his name is... I forgot the name already. Eritaxius, actually. Yes. I thought you said Eritaxis. Eritaxis. Yeah, Eritaxis. Right. One, one other question. You said you had to leave to come in here. Were mm -hmm. you running from something? What were you escaping? Well, that's kind of a sad story a little bit. Uh, you see, there's an area outside. There used to be a small little forest outside the Forest of Harmony. It's a little uh, area with a little tiny population. But uh, that, that uh, darn old crystalline count came in like a raging bull in a china shop. And uh, it tore up all the trees, burned everything down, and then started strip mining the place for any valuable materials. Hmm. I barely made it out of, uh, with the sapling in hand, and I ended up making my way, actually made my way through the Forest of Harmony originally. This obviously is a simulacrum of that. Uh, I made myself uh, a little home in Hollabend. Hmm. The Guardian asked me if I wanted to join up. I told him yes, and I've been here ever since, helping out and just, uh, just living my life. Well, we're, we're on the trail of this count. Perhaps we can wonderful hmm, put things right. Yeah, give him give him the old one two from me. That's for sure. Anyway, let me go ahead and uh, hand one of each of these to you. And she actually will wa wander around and she'll hand each of you a uh, passion fruit. Hmm. And she'll say, "These are uh, <clears throat> special fruits that I produce. They're um, they're just little things to help you help yourselves kind of." Do a little better in life, as it were. Now, are these a are these a trinket that we hold on to for you know luck or whatever, or is this something we have to eat in order to? It's something that you'll have something. to eat. Um, she'll kind of go ahead and give you the rundown in a non-meta way, as I give you the rundown in a meta-meta way. Uh, so this is a fruit of life's passion. This fruit has two aspects. Is this official? Nope. This is homebrew. If you eat the fruit while thinking about someone, you will learn of some of their hobbies and a single life goal of theirs so you can get to know them better. Alternatively, if you whisper a skill, proficiency, or language you know into the fruit and hand it to another creature as an action, that creature can eat the fruit before the next dawn and gain proficiency in that skill for 24 hours. But you can't eat it yourself. You have to give it to somebody else. Uh, yeah, so you, you whisper something of yours, or you can hand it to them, they can whisper it and give it back to you, obviously. That's, a, that's something that can be done. It's not an attunement thing, so. And then she actually walks over to Aramis, and, and she kind of yells down, and she goes, Thank you so much for admiring my tree. I do appreciate it, and I wanted to give you something a, a little special, if you don't mind. Sure. All right. And she'll reach <clears throat> back into the basket, and she will actually pull out another fruit, and uh, it looks like a dragon fruit. Hmm. 
uh, as in it has the kind of usual like little spines on it. I think is what dragon fruit has. Yeah. But where the spines, like where the spines are, there are little dragon heads that are kind of uh, in, that are kind of shaped out of those spines. And this is a chromatic dragon fruit. Uh, eating this fruit causes multicolored dragon wings to sprout from the consumer's back, which shimmer like rainbows in the light. They gain a fly speed equal to their walking speed for one hour. As an action, you can focus on a color of a dragon and move up to their speed without provoking opportunity attacks. Any enemy of your choice that you move within five feet of during this movement must make a dexterity saving throw against your uh, against your spell save DC or 15, whichever is greater, uh, taking 3d10 damage of the type associated with that color of dragon or half as much on a successful save. And then any ally within that uh, you move within five feet of is granted resistance to that type of damage for 10 minutes. And if you use the special movement, the wings fade at the end of it. I'll, I'll send you... All yeah. the details on those, that but uh, cool. yeah. Again, she just kind of gives you a rundown of this will make you uh, a little bit, a little bit more draconic for a time, and kind of gives you an idea, an idea of what it'll do. Thank you, I appreciate now, it. Thank you. It's been a long time since anybody came to just admire my tree, and if you ever want to come back and just uh, take a rest under it, I'd be more than willing. I appreciate the offer, but <clears throat> I don't see myself being around here that frequently. I, I'm sad to hear that. I can tell that there's <clears throat> stuff on your mind that you need to get off of your mind. I hope that you find your peace. Maybe, maybe one day. And she's <clears throat> gonna hug you unless you, uh, unless I'll you like kind of like, like take like yeah. a. <laughs> 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 all right, all like, right. hug back. Like, yeah. <laughs> Enough of the mushy stuff. Why don't you all? Uh, you guys can head on out, and she kind of waves her hand, and uh, another um, trail appears. If we just follow this trail, we'll meet the guardian. Yep, if you just follow that trail, you should meet the guardian. Well, for sure. Wonderful to meet you, Belladonna. Did and she give us to meet the, you as well. some fruit to. Uh, the bushels that you guys. Uh, I'll just. Yeah. I'll picked. scoop them up. Okay. Scoop them up. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and if you uh, if you go ahead and hand those off, uh, I let me let me try and remember her name. Sorry, just a moment here. Maple. <laughs> uh, Odesta. If you uh, if you find Odesta and give her the fruit, uh, she'd be the one that's going to be able to take it off your hands the quickest. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and start heading down the path. Right. Farewell. Y'all come back now, you hear? Because of course it was I lovely to, to meet you. It was lovely to meet you. You are an amazing cook. Well, thank you. You want some for the road? Please. All right. And she'll, she'll go ahead and prepare you like a little basket of pie for the road. So you can add one basket of uh, peach, apple, cherry pie. Like now, actually, place. the wolf is taking a picnic basket through the forest <laughs> yep. to visit Red Riding Hood. Oh, you want a red cloak too? Here, <laughs> I got one for you. And an old granny bonnet. The uh, passion fruit remind me of so if, like if I ate it while staring at Aloma, I would learn something about. You would learn some of their hobbies and one of their life goals. Okay. I'm going to just stare at him. And... <laughs> you could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you you kind of feel that magic uh, tingle through your head. Uh, what is What are two of Aloma's hobbies hmm. and uh, one of their life goals, maybe maybe uh, beyond the one that you have that you've already told everybody about? Besides the, the Aloma tingle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you want to think for just a sec, I've got yeah. something I want to ask Beldana. Yeah, go ahead. I actually turn around. And go, actually, um, would you by chance be willing to uh, 
sell or barter some of those recipes? Some of my original recipes? Mm -hmm. I mean, don't really have much cause for money in here, but uh, there are a few tree types that I would absolutely like to have in my orchard. While you're looking at like a lemon tree seed. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to see if I had like the. I don't have a feather anymore or anything. Uh, Aloma loves to play um, uh, dragon chess. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called, right? Um, he actually is um, an aspiring cook, but he's not very good. But he he likes to experiment. And um, one of his life goals is to earn a second tail. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, um, sure. I'd be happy to try to find <laughs> try to find some uh, some seeds or some uh, cut off some. Excellent. Yeah. If you get, for yeah. It. Seeds would be preferable, just because you know I'd hate to hurt a tree. But uh, yeah, if you find some and you want to come back here, I'd okay. be happy to trade some of my recipes to the outside world. So long as you tell them they're belladonnas. Oh, of course. Um, I also have. Uh, Something you could possibly try in one of your recipes. Oh. I haven't haven't had much use for it, and I'll pull out the vial of pungent spice that cool. I okay. uh, picked up off of uh, Einar back in session like three <laughs> in the Hollow Bay. Session. She, yeah, she, she'll take it. She'll <laughs> two years ago, two year old <laughs> spices. I mean, they keep. Oh yeah, they keep her yeah. a long time. And she'll. Oh wow! Ah. That's all I've been doing is just sniffing it. <laughs> you know what? I think my husband might like something a little spicier than normal. Here, and she'll tap your forehead. Yep. And uh, which recipe do you want? One of, one of the pies. The apple pie. Okay, she'll, yeah. she will basically transplant the apple pie nice. into your memory. Yes. And she'll also say, I love your hat, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's a little uh, crooked, though. You probably have been running a little bit. This is that full house right. hat, <laughs> if you remember, if you recall. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot it was up there. <laughs> you like a little spice after the having so many sweet things. I'd love to mm. get that recipe off you sometime. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to write it down. I'm, I'm, I think I want to have Einor try to make it. Perfect. Who is Einor? Well, tell me later. Well, you guys got a little ways to go, so... Here, let me on. just send you the YouTube Even link I for Einor. <laughs> <laughs> Even I know Einor. <clears throat> She's well known for food. <clears throat> is Aloma... Do we know... I guess, yeah, okay. You've never heard of Einar before, and this is while we're walking down the path. No, is she... Uh, have you I've, ever I've been to... I've traveled quite a bit well in the last few years, mostly looking for you and figure out the source of this, the revelation of the stars, Lumira, all of that you've heard about, but uh, as you know, I come from Kragath, uh, Spine. Oh. Um, and most of my wanderings were north of... Oh shoot, what's the river that goes east-west? The Tremeculis. Thank you. Ah. North of the Tremeculis. Oh, so... Around the Emerald Wilds. So you haven't really ever been down, down not towards... not spent much time in these parts. No, in fact, I would say this is the first time I've been... I'd say, like, probably Einor's, like, sphere of influence is, like, like maybe ter like part of Terrabon, mm -hmm. and then, like... Verdant farmland. Yeah. 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 
Like, yeah, her sphere of influence probably yeah. just barely reaches Terabon. Like, well, she's a well-kept secret. There. Um, perhaps we can... It ends up Bell's Watch. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps we can swing by. Beyond. After we're finished here. It's, it's just in Willow Creek, which is down the road. It's just a couple days. A couple days walk. I mean, or 20 days, but yeah, a couple days walk, yeah. A couple days by airship. Yeah. Sounds lovely. She makes good food. She makes the best food. So you Besides this pie. <laughs> the pie beats Einor. You had to try some of Einor's pie. That's that's why I got it. I get I need both. Like make this and yours. Let me you taste it. <laughs> and now I really want pie. <laughs> Sorry, I should have brought. I should have bought some today. I knew that I was going to do this to you guys. Um, so you're continuing along the forest and. Things start to uh, shift a little bit. Uh, you start to see more and more vines start kind of like creeping over everything, and pretty like actively soon, or just like as we get forward, there's like not not actively, but like like you start seeing vines and you start seeing them kind of like more and more frequently as you step through the forest. Um, it looks like they're all kind of heading in the same direction, but they're not on the path. Hmm. So interesting. Oh, <clears throat> well, just keep going. Okay. Uh, so you continue on again, more and more vines starting on either side, and then you come up to a kind of a dead end as you as you kind of round a bend in this uh, the forest, kind of around a hill, and you realize that this hill isn't a isn't covered with vines. It is it appears to be a tangle of vines, mm -hmm. and you come across a, a small little depression in uh, this tangle, and there are five corpses tangled in the vines arranged in a half circle. It looks like they are traveling up the corse, corpses, which range from skeletal to freshly deceased, all covering over their face uh, is a vibrant red flower with thick petals. Okay, I'm going to smell the, the air. Does the scent change in the presence of these flowers? Um, It's a little bit sweeter, sort of like a sickly sweet scent. Obviously, there is corpse rot as well, but uh, over that is kind of this almost sickly sweet. I don't feel so bad about eating plants. <laughs> uh, any danger of these things not being completely dead? Um, let's find out. Uh, well, hold on. Come on, tablet. Do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing. And the other thing. Well, it's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Have divine sense. I will see if they're undead. Okay. Uh, you you kind of uh, let your divine <clears throat> sense go outward, and you do not sense any undead in the area. Okay. And the others are fiend, fey, and celestial. It's just fiend celestial. And celestial. Oh, there's no fey. Mm -hmm. Okay. Unless oh, you're celestial undead. Yep. Yeah. There are no celestials uh, undead or. Okay. in the area. Well, I suppose we could maybe see if, uh, if they're alive, if the, the vines themselves react to movement. Chipper, go over there. Uh, Chipper just starts circling around your legs really quickly. I pick him up and throw him at the vines. <laughs> I don't like, remember, I uh, don't like mimics. So. Go go ahead and give me a strength check, would you? Okay. I forgot he was doing that. That's a seven with a minus one. That's you cannot lift him. Like, you, you go to pick him up and he just... Chipper. <laughs> I don't want to throw an animal at vines. I'm. It's not an animal. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like reach out and like 
see if I can pull one of the vines, maybe okay. with the flower on it, like away from. Okay, so uh, you are you're probably about uh, 20, 25 feet away from the depression at this point. So you're going to go down in there. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll follow. Okay, uh, which body are you going to go for? Probably the one through five. Skeletal's on the left. Um, or I'll most decay is on the left. I'll go for the skeletal one, the one on the left. Okay, uh, and you're going to try and pull the flower off. Yeah, of I was going to see if I could. Maybe remove the okay. divine um, flower. Go ahead. Or even, or even just like maybe like try to pick it up and inspect it, see if it's like wrapped around its neck or whatever. Okay. Uh, as you like reach down for the flower, it's going to go and just uh, kind of spray something out. Give me a Constitution saving throw. Is this a disease? No, it is not. It is poison. So you okay, I have you resistance have, to it. Yeah. So you I have. have uh, the, we'll we'll count that as advantage for yes. this. Yep. Twenty, thirty, twenty. Uh, yeah, that's enough. Uh, so you you feel like this toxin wash over you. It doesn't do anything. Um, and then you you pull the flower the rest of the way off, or, or are you just lifting it up? I'm gonna try to pull it the rest okay. of the way off. Uh, so you you yank and you actually pull the flower, and as you pull it out, you see that there is this vine that's been push out through the face. The face has basically been cut out completely or eaten away. Uh, and it's just got this giant vine connected to this flower. Interesting. No, not quite. <laughs> now, does this flower seem like it's like it's done its poison spray and it's not going to do it again? Uh, it probably won't have it for a little bit. Like, uh, typically you have to, it, like... Is that it's you, like one uh, shot of poison or venom, and then you have to recharge? Are any of you good with plants? Uh, um, what? Uh, let me see if I can. I don't know that be I've cautious. Uh, in fact, I'll just <laughs> drag it, okay. drag it back. I don't know that I've ever seen. Oh, sorry. Before you do that, yeah, uh, you blink a couple times, and then you get a memory in your head. Ooh. You get the memory without the negative effects of uh, the the toxin. I forgot about that part. Uh, so your memory shows uh, you sitting at a desk, writing down notes in the margin of some new design for a construct when a hand slams down on the table next to him. Um, now I'm going to say him from now on because that's how I wrote it, apparently. Uh, he looks up to the, see the smiling face of a tiefling woman with literal fire in her eyes saying, Hokaitis, I'm here to rescue you from these books. The gang is heading to Hall of Ben Sanctum tomorrow, and I'm pretty sure you need to blow off a bit of steam as well. Uh, the character that uh, that you're kind of viewing the uh, memory from replies and says, I would rather much study tequila. Uh, she knocks his papers off the desk and hauls him up. Nonsense. Come on. There's heroics to achieve. Uh, the wizard just manages to grab a single beginner's tome as he is dragged away. All plans for the shoulder cannon discarded to the ground as his friend forces him on yet another adventure. And then you snap out of it back into reality. Alom is finishing your attempt. To, you're talking about. Plans. Yeah. Um, I want to look and see if there's like if there's like the tome or anything near or on the corpse or any of the corpses. Sure. Uh, so you you do look and. But I'll be cautious to not trigger another poison spray. Yeah. There doesn't appear to be any other flowers on this one. Uh, but you you do find an old book. And the book is called Golomancy and You, A Beginner's Guide to Constructs. Okay. Uh, it's old and worn, but are still readable to a degree. And you're pretty sure that this can help you teach the basics of making certain types of constructs or golems. Oh. So. With enough time and money, obviously. 
I'd like to see what I can learn about these vines. Sure. With a nature check, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. It's just nines all night. Twelve. Twelve? Um, you know that there are, like, this This is vaguely rem- reminiscent of, like, a uh, a magical creeper of some kind, a creeper vine. Um, you're not really quite sure what type it is, but typically they will they will uh, paralyze people and trap them uh, and then consume them in some capacity or another. Uh, rather aggressive sort of vine <laughs> plant. I, I mean, obviously, but uh, yeah, we ought to be a little cautious around them. Um, Speaking of which, when I tried to pull this plant off it, I uh, attempted to spray something on me. I don't know if it was poisonous or whatever, but mm. um, I got a memory of, I'm assuming this fellow, because I found this book uh, on its person. The skeletal body does appear to be wearing a brown, like, smock apron and deep gray robes that are run with age, so. Uh, perhaps he was uh, some kind of wizard or mage or artificer of some sort. Sort of artificer. Yeah, and so I'll, I'll tell him, I'll describe the division, mm-hmm. uh, the, the memory. Okay. I'm wondering if I should attempt to see the memories of the rest of these. Perhaps, but I'm a little nervous about this spray that you mentioned. Well, I'm, I'm pretty hardy against most poisonous uh, things and most diseases. Take, like protection from poison. Did you go down in the bowl, or are you still up on the the? Talon, <coughs> what's that? Are you? Did you go down in? The yeah, I'm just behind, just kind of watching, silently observing, maybe judging. <laughs> <coughs> do you have? Do you, do you have the ability to um, cure diseases or poisons? Um, basically, that's the non-meta way of saying, <laughs> do you have? Uh, remove, is it, remove poison or uh, disease. Restoration. Well, yeah, I have lesser restoration, which can remove poison. <coughs> uh, so can five points of lay five on hands. Five points of lay on hands. Uh, <coughs> I should be able to, at the very least, cure you if you do become infected. It's good enough for me. I'm going to go to the next uh, flower. Okay. Uh, so this one appears. Uh, actually, these these the next two appear pretty similar. Um, they are smaller than the rest. They have some flesh that still clings to their bones and both wear heavy leathers with metal studs. Uh, Upon closer inspection, you find out that they look like uh, these are the corpses of halflings. A pair of shields as tall as the creatures uh, sit off to the side of them, discarded and forgotten along with their weapons, a spear and a short sword. And are you just going to like reach for the flowers and pull them out? Yep, I'm going to see if I can... Uh, Give me another... Give me another constitution saving throw. An advantage one, since I'm resistant to it. Yep. Uh, another dirty 20. Another dirty 20. Yep. So you're going to go ahead and get this without the... Sorry, hang on. Oh, also, it did did you search the rest of the body for the wizard, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah, you searched yeah. it all. Uh, you found a, a, a thousand silver pieces okay. in a pouch. Okay. Okay. So the memory that floods your mind is of two halflings snuggled together under the stars. Uh, one, the the point of view that you're uh, seeing the memory through, uh, has his head on the other's shoulder, listening to his partner speak. She's always up there, you know, the halfling says. In the sky, I mean. Even though it looks like she's gone, Lunera always remains. It's comforting to know that, even when I can't see her, she's still watching over me. Uh, the POV halfling uh, squeezes him a bit tighter before saying, over us, you mean. 
And the partner looks down, blinking in surprise, then smiling brightly. You really mean that? You're willing to follow her too? Uh, the halfling, the other halfling says, Well, I'm really just willing to follow you, but if that means embracing the goddess of the moon, well, I'll do that too. And that's where the memory ends. Okay, I'm going to search them real quick, see if there's anything that isn't just the weapons. Okay. Uh, you find... I mean, uh, do the weapons look like they'd be anything more than just gray items from an RPG to sell? Yeah, the weapons are basically just like gray items. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can cast those. you can cast detect magic on them if you want. I can but, identify it. Yeah. Um, you find 400 uh, gold pieces on each corp. corp. So 800 total. Sorry. Uh, and they also have a pair of pendants, each etched with a bright circle with small craters. Hmm. I'm going to take the pendants, I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to toss them to you. I'll catch them. Apparently. And you feel like a, reson a, a resonance inside <clears throat> of them. Okay. These are uh, pendants of Lunera. Lunera. Yes, and I'll and I'll I'll relay the story of these two, and it appears they were followers of Lunera. Aloma will run up and like grab the flower okay. and like because yeah, you only used one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like <laughs> give me a Constitution <laughs> saving throw. Um, it's like, pff. wait, don't it's eighteen. Eighteen. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're you're going to succumb to the effects of this okay. uh, more than just that. So the rest of you watch as the 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 stuff sprays in his face and he seizes up and falls over paralyzed. <laughs> I'll make sure to drag him away from the vines. Uh, yeah, the vines definitely like as soon as like he hits the ground, the vines are starting to like, like reach new. up and you just like pick him up. <laughs> like uh, yeah, you experience the same memory from the other perspective. The other point of view. Yep. And uh you but you get a few like extra things. You feel like the the absolute warmth of the feeling of the moon's rays and all of her splendor too. Mm. You're looking up at the moon and it is completely whole and shining down on you. And it is it is a feeling of warmth and of care and the the halfling just kind of like he's he's kind of gripping the pen every now and then just to get a little <clears> bit more of that. Uh, specifically for you, you hear her voice mm. in your head. And you hear her say Find me. What do you need to find me? And you can ask one question. Mm. <laughs> too much pressure. Yeah, it's like it's like you're faced with God. Oh, what one question yeah, you exactly. ask? Yeah, yeah um, we could take a quick pause. Well, Aloma would would have been able to think like. Oh, Aloma would. Colby. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. What, that's what I'm saying. Like. You know. She says, what do you need to find me? That that was her question to you, but you can ask any one question that you would like. You, can, you get the sense that you can ask any one question about your goddess or about uh, anything regarding her domain that you'd like. I think... <laughs> <laughs> Really? That's bad. not my question. I don't know if that picked up on camera or not. <laughs> Apparently, I'm hungry. <clears throat> All right. I think I think Aloma would just ask, "How might I best serve you?" Find me first before they do, and then you. <laughs> Snap out of it. Where? Uh, you're still you snap out paralyzed. Of it, you're still paralyzed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can I talk when you're when I'm paralyzed? I don't believe so. I think it's specifically because you can't speak take falteringly. Maybe that's stuff. So, so is this like the can't move or speak? 
Okay. What's that? What's the Rock movie when he gets like knocked out and paralyzed and like the fire's coming or whatever and he's laying on the ground and the monkeys are coming after him? What? Uh, Witch Mountain? I don't know. I'll find it. I'll send it to you guys. Please do. It's like like the third third movie you've referenced today. (laughs) (laughs) You can't remember the name of it. And we're all like, wait, what? I'm telling you, dude, like, there's so many. Scorpion King? No. (laughs) No, I don't remember monkeys in that one. Uh, we have like a whole four of the Scorpion Kings. Oh, no. <laughs> there's four of them? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only one with the rock. The rest are just like, oh, we grabbed another. I, I think a... Jason Momoa is one of them. Like, oh, I, need a, I need a time machine. Go back and ask a different question. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Momoa is the Crab King. Okay. <laughs> I <will laughs> cast Luster Restoration on you. Okay. Uh, you can oh. use five... Uh, that doesn't no, that doesn't end paralyzed. Greater restoration does. Oh, no, it's, no, it it's does. poison. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's poison. Yeah, it does. I'll cast right. it. And, yeah. and and poison. Yeah, blinded, yeah. deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Yeah. That's all. Like I said, if you wanted to, five points of lay on hands would do the same thing because it is uh, poison. It's okay. The rundown. It's the rundown. I'll save my. I'll save my. Uh, lay on hands. Lay on hands okay. for later. Alomo, after being unparalyzed, would just kind of he would just almost curl up tighter in a ball, and just be like. I will not rest until I can feel the warmth of that embrace again. And then he'll look to Bolt and be like, uh, Can you tell me anything more about these? Uh, you said you could identify. I I can. I want to... I can do that right after we look at the rest of these the other two corpses. Okay. We'll yeah. take them back. They're a paladin, right? I don't know much about this finding mm-hmm. God stuff, but it seems like they're doing drugs and... <clears throat> <laughs> Is that? I, yes. Interesting. All right. How many more bodies are there? There are two more bodies. Why not? Let's join the party. I'll go over to one of them. <laughs> Victor, wait. Uh, number four. You or ate the cheese and you got. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, let's go five. Five. Hey. Uh, so you walk over to the final corpse. Uh, from a distance, looks like the smallest but neatly preserved. It's a goblin with large ears, a very round belly and covered in patches and scraps of silk and fine cloth. In his hand is something that glimmers, and there's also a second corpse beneath him, which appears to be a large hog that has been covered with vines as well. So are you just going to grab the flower and go for it? or? Uh... I want to see what's in his hand. Like, as I'm reaching for it, it'll be more, like, accidental mm-hmm. than anything to get a full face full of okay. flower. Uh, so you see that he's got he's holding a scepter, in his hand, it looked like an old, like, uh, even with, like, full on the weird ball on top that uh, royalty carries. And They'll be reaching for this it. This is Balin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw to see if you get paralyzed or paralyzed in memory. That is a 16 plus my constitution, which is a plus 3. So that is going to be 19. 19's enough. So you are not paralyzed. And you do get a. We know the save. Um. You ha- you are looking down at the band or at a band of about twenty to twenty two goblins, uh, dancing around a fire the very sa- in the very same forest you were in. It's been a good night, judging by the badgers roasting on the fire and the two tied up humans fearfully watching uh, the rabble of dancers. You gently pat the swine underneath you, who snorts and steps into the light as the goblin stands and speaks. I, Swine, the Goblin King, declare this night to be the start of a new goblin kingdom. These farmers can no longer oppress us, and we will build our kingdom on these bones. 
Uh, there's a cheer that goes up, but the farmers shake their heads and whimper in fear at this proclamation. And the farmers, they don't look like... Do they Are they similar in stature and size as the other bodies that are here? No. Okay. I mean, they're humans, but they're not like... They don't have any... Like, and the goblin, the goblin and the swine. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of like shake my head. Oh, that's... I didn't hear... There's, there was nothing about your... God, I'm sorry. What did you see? A goblin. He somehow says that this swine and his swine wanted to start a new... He's fine? He's fine, yes, he's fine. He's fine. Svine. <laughs> yes, clearly. Svine, yes. All right, whatever. So I'll grab the, the scepter and be like, he was trying to, he says something about his okay. you pick up kingdom. That, you pick up that scepter and you feel like a little bit of like burning in your hand, but then it fades away pretty quickly. So um, he was holding this and saying he's going to start his kingdom. I kind of like it change looks hands like, and look at my hands. Yeah, burn there's, no, there's no burn there or anything. Uh, this is a brass scepter with a dodecahedron head. Um, and a... That, that's a... Dodecahedron's a 12-sided. Oh, it? right. That's an icosahedron. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure... Sukasa Mikasa! Uh, there is a copper engraving <laughs> of a snake that runs from top to bottom with the head towards the base of the scepter. Are there any holes in it? Nope, not that you can see. It's not a snake hole. <laughs> it's not a... <laughs> yeah, the goblin is not Eve. Eve the goblin. It's not Eve, even Boundarian. Did you read his notes from the video? Yeah. <laughs> I liked the, like, step one, do the thing. There are three things you can do or something yeah. like that. <laughs> was there anything else on his on his body other than the... Uh, there was, actually. Uh, closer inspection, you see that there is a leather strap on his head covered in jade and turquoise. I'll take it off and kind of inspect it. The crown, I mean, a quick appraisal it's a says it's about, yeah, it's a crown. Like, it's it's a strip of leather with uh, stuff, with gems, like, stuck to it, you know, with uh, tiny little ties and everything. This would be about 50 gold pieces worth of turquoise and jade. And then you also find uh, 30 platinum pieces that are kind of hanging off his clothes in various areas, like, you can, like, pluck them off. Yeah. Yeah. There's some bacon under there, too. I don't know if it's gone bad, but... Make sure you write like that down. Uh, the, there's the fifty gold pieces. Yep. Fifty gold piece crown, and then uh, thirty platinum. Thirty platinum. Thirty platinum. I will grab the last flower. Okay. Uh, so you, I want you to roll me a perception check really quick. Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Uh, okay. So this body is the is one of the freshest. It's a red dragonborn, judging from the uh, judging from the sallow flesh. Wearing a red leather skirt and a green cloak, a pendant hangs around his neck, but it's hard to really see until you inspect it. So you grab the flower and let it spray you. Give me one more constitution saving throw. Uh, Seventeen, flash of genius, twenty. Okay, perfect. You are not paralyzed. Uh, you... Uh, are sent into this memory in a dimly lit underground cavern. Uh, you're sitting across a table uh, from a kobold with black skin and fiery red eyes who furiously writes on a scroll as you relay information. The latest attack went well. We lost four of our men to the assaults of River's Breach, but after burning the crops with our symbol and branding the dead, we started to see more recruits showing up from the local bandit groups. 
I estimate we've collected about 15 that are ready to be shipped back home and given treatment. Uh, no maintenance required uh, on the Thought Extractor. Most of the main force is heading up towards Meanstead next, but I'll be remaining behind to hit a prime target uh, for Spectacle, Hollow Men Sanctum. The Cobalt finishes writing things down before rolling up the scroll and rushing off with the sound of jingling chains following him down the cavern. Hmm. Then you kind of snap out of it, uh, and you inspect the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a pair of curved short swords and a single dagger on him, just mundane weapons, uh, a pouch containing a hundred gold pieces, and the symbol is, on the pendant that you pull off is a crystal with a snake wrapped around it, and it appears there's uh, it appears to be on fire. Is that the symbol? Do we know if that's the symbol of the crystal guy, the crystalline cor- crystalline count? You can ask everybody. You've never, you didn't see any symbol. I'm just. Um, mention symbol here. Does anyone recognize this? Do I recognize it? Uh, you absolutely do, Aramis. This is <sighs> this is the symbol that you absolutely recognize. I will rip it out of your hands and just kind of okay. <laughs> stare at it. What is it? This is the symbol of the blood flame serpents. A horrible group of criminals. Well, the, the vision I just had was of the, this person talking about an attack headed towards they were headed towards Meadstead and he decided to stop at Hollabin Sanctum first. Talking about new recruits coming in. Um, the mine thought eater? Thought extractor. The thought extractor to need maintenance. I'm not sure what that's referring to. Do I have any reference? That's that? nothing that you've heard of before. Never heard of it. The, how, how do you know of these uh, red flame serpents? Is there no blood flame serpents? Um, hmm. Let's just say we've crossed paths before. And probably we'll cross paths again, if I have anything to say about it. Does the design on this resemble the anything on the goblin? Uh, no. The the bandits you said. Uh, worse, they um, they're mindless. They kill for spectacle, for sport, for any number of reasons, mm-hmm. and they're large and growing fast. And um, their problem, their blight. Sounds like something we might need to keep an eye on. They killed someone close to you. Till for another day, perhaps. Passion fruit. (laughs) 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 Uh, Can you give me two of Aramis's hobbies and one of his life goals, please? Uh, Aramis' hobbies, let's see. He... Loves to play the loot. That one's pretty obvious. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but he's secretly not that great at it. He's like, okay, he's middling. <laughs> um, another hobby. Uh, he's good with uh, good with the blade, but more in like a performance way. Not quite knife dancing, but like sword juggling. Yeah, sword juggling, okay. like feats of. You know, like tossing an apple up in the air and chopping it up into a bunch of pieces. Fruit like ninja. That. Yeah, fruit ninja. 
Um, life goal to to right a wrong in his own life. Would it be more? Would it be more specific? I don't know. What's the power of the? Maybe, maybe a little bit more specific okay. um, to get vengeance, mm-hmm. uh, get justice for um, for a loved one. Yes, for Harambe. <laughs> And now I, I can't I believe I'm to. doing this, but then he can, <laughs> no. I want to. I want an insight check Don't against you animals. if if you're cool with it no. to try to see if that injustice involves uh, the blood flame serpents. Oh yeah, it definitely does. Okay, so I don't. Yeah. I, okay, yeah. yeah, that that's all you get though. I so I I finish eating it and I go, well, um, you are part of the watch now. And your request is our request. When we get through with this, we will see what we can do to help you out. If they are without honor, we will we will smite them on both cheeks. They are most definitely without the honor. top ones and the bottom ones. <laughs> um, I don't suppose that you might be able to help me extract the the halfling corpses. I feel like. They deserve a better uh, treatment than they've received. Can I'll just I... grab them by the feet and pull. Oh. Is that some <laughs> um, Respect for the dead. I'm pulling respectfully. <laughs> pulling them in half. Respectfully. <laughs> oh, I'll, okay, I'll stop when you say that. All right, I'll, I'll help rip I, some of the vines off. I'll use some of my blades and just... Okay. Like a micro uh, blade storm. Or not, what do you call it? A... Uh, Deck cloud of daggers. Cloud of daggers. Yeah. Just kind of like, yeah. You can just, just go ahead and carve them up a and, bit. Yep. So as he pulls it, just kind of the vines mm-hmm. kind of just. I'd I'd take a I'd take those vines and like build a pyre, and then like like very reverently like lay the bodies on them and then cast um, create bonfire underneath okay. them. And, and while that's burn um, the bodies. while they're doing that, I'm gonna write a note, and then when he lights the fire, I'm gonna go set my note in the fire. Okay. Do you want to send me the specific note, or do you have something? Yeah, I'll, or is it just like a, a vague, like I, I, I'll know what it is. Like, I'll message you. Just looking. Okay. Yeah. Big girl, kind of. I guess be uh, if you need a hand or something, I'll, he'll just kind of be there with you. Thank you for your help, Aramis. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just walk away. To say, very mysterious. Say, um, I'm gonna get the detect fault spell. He's a, he's a, (laughs) I'll be an open book, but right now it's not the time. He's a puzzle. So be it. Oh, if you ever need to discuss what happened, I, I know I would be more than happy to listen. All right, appreciate it. There'll be a time. Um, Victor and I actually are pretty good therapists. Uh, We've had some (laughs) practice with each other. How did that make you feel? Another montage. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Bolt crying, like oil. But in the the tub, like trying to scrub the blood off. (laughs) (laughs) 
this is when I tried to make the peasant cannon. It didn't work. Um, actually, <laughs> while, while, while I was doing that, would you mind ident casting identify on these pendants? Yeah, to see sure. If there's anything? Yeah, I'll take the ten minute uh, ritual. I'll have to do one at a time. I'm assuming, or unless I can do both the ones. Uh, yeah, you can basically do both the ones. Okay. Um, um, yeah. So I'll go ahead and say that uh, you didn't feel too much magic from them before, but now they are definitely magical. Okay. Uh, and you you finish you finish your casting and um, the identify spell. Let's see. You always ask this. Go <laughs> read it to you. Yeah. You learn its properties, how to use them, uh, whether it requires attunement to use, how many charges it has, if any, and you learn whether any spells any spells are affecting the item or what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. Okay. Uh, so this which is, is always lame when it has a curse because then you don't get them. To Attuned to it. I'm always like nervous about using Identify because there are a lot of cursed items that all you have to do is touch them, like a scepter. I'm fine. A piece of cheese. I'm fine. Let me identify your cheese before I eat it. Make sure it's safe. Do I hear any voices in my head? Yeah, some black speech. Have you guys seen the second? Yeah, I'm only halfway through. Okay. Okay. Oh. I love the opening scene when you see um, Morgoth or Sauron's. I mean, Morgoth's supposed to be the. Or, yeah, Morgoth, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like a precursor. Melkor. No, no, yeah. Because Melkor is Morgoth. He was Sauron's boss. Melkor is Morgoth. Melkor is Morgoth. Because they're the. the mm -hmm. And then, then Sauron, the necromancer. Sauron and, and Anutar, I think, is what his other name was. Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember. Is that, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Melkor and. And whatever is the same person. No. So, yeah. Not to be confused with Falcor. Falcon Punch! That's what I was going to do to one of those trees in the orchard. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever it's seen like the machines? My child. Have you ever seen the machines that they use? Yeah. That, that they like, put a big, big uh, rubber strap around the tree and that just vibrates the whole tree and gets all the yeah, fruit right. to drop yeah. out. <laughs> yep. These are for like, like cool. walnut trees and stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Hey, this is now. A chime of opening hmm. equivalent to. I'm telling you this, okay? So chime of opening. The hollow metal tube, well, in this case, the moon pendant uh, measures however big. I don't need to read that part. Uh, you can you can strike it against uh, something as an action, pointing it at an object within 120 feet of you that can be opened, such as a door, lid, or lock. The chime issues a clear tone, and one lock or latch on the object opens, unless the sound can't reach the object. If no locks or latches remain, the object itself opens. It can be used ten times. After the tenth time, it typically it cracks and becomes useless. But this time, it will just the magic will just fade. We wouldn't want the moon to be cracked. That would be right. a no. weird symbolism. That uh, and this is basically like the two pendants together have okay. formed into that. And, and you can kind of see like they've in fact they like fused a little bit. Yeah, they kind of interlocked, like and on one side bracelet. it's like it looks like it's more yes. of like a crescent, on the other side it's you know kind of a friendship bracelet. Yeah. Um, cool. I'll I'll, I'll 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 just take them reverently and be like, no attunement, no attunement, no attunement. Thank you, and I'll I'll put it over. Of course, Victor. Feel like I'm, I'm I'm one step closer to being a true disciple. Um, does the scepter allow me to? Any any ambitions? He'll be like, hey, but, um, you want to look at this too? Now, did you tell us that it burned when you picked it up? Did you flinch or anything? 
Uh-uh. You would have kind of like... That's weird. Damn it, like, trust him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And trust uh, Victor. <laughs> the, as, as you grab it, it burns slightly for a moment, and then the snake figure that's kind of wrapped around it comes out and latches onto your wrist for a moment. Uh, I need you to pick a first Have level one. spell that you know, please. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Pick a grabby one. <laughs> <laughs> like Thunderwave. Thunderwave? Okay. Uh, so, oh, sorry, it's randomly select first level oh, spell lower. First level or lower, so it can be a cantrip. Seven, eight, nine, I have ten. So ten, ten including cantrips? Yes. Okay. I'll just do one through ten. Yep. Sorry, I forgot it was random. Five. That would be Cure Wounds. Cure Wounds. The memory and ability to cast Cure Wounds is lost for your character. Mm. Absorbed into the rod. And I'll go ahead and give you the identify here for free because I'm assuming you're going to do that. Uh, you, you now you see it like glow with power. There are twelve charges on this I rod. I beat Victor to death. With him, <laughs> you beat him with the cure wounds. Yep. So it has twelve charges. Okay. As an action, you can cast uh, the spell from the rod by expending one of its charges. And once it has zero charges, you can no longer gain any benefit from the item. What's it called again? Uh, this is a, what did that give it a, a name? Did I even finish typing it up? Is it home, homebrew? It is homebrew. You always give me the half-finished really items. <laughs> it, well, someone interrupted me last time with needing to clean up, so. Uh, and it's not finished yet, so this is, we'll just call okay. it a Cursed Rod for now. Uh, if you lose or hand off this item to another creature, it regains all 12 charges, but maintains its hold on all previous spells from the item. Any wielder can use the charges on the scepter to cast the spells locked in. If this curse is removed from a target, that target regains the use of that spell, and the rod loses the ability to use the spell. How about scepter of Skeksis? <laughs> Skeksis! Skeksis, friend! Well, and actually, let's go ahead and do something here. Because the goblin wasn't magical, but the person before him was magical. So there is one other spell on here. The Dragonborn? Uh, no, the, this came from the Goblin. Yeah, well, this was from the Goblin, but um, I had to say that before the Goblin belonged to Staff of Fireballs. <laughs> it belonged to a wizard. And You also know that uh, it has comprehend languages on it that you can use a charge to cast. Okay. But there you go. So after it bites you, the the snake wraps around it a little bit. Victor, we're going to have to have a talk about this. (laughs) Talk about what? It's cursed. And you handed me a cursed (laughs) item. I was fine. And now I no longer (laughs) can cast... My healing magic. Well, I can with this, but I can't without this. Uh, Look, on the bright side, I mean, hear me out. (laughs) (laughs) It is good to always have a player. player, As a player, I'm totally fine with this because now that we have someone that heals, I'm like, cool, I can can get something else. Because it doesn't remove the ability to have a spell in there. So I would just have to grab one from the artificer list again. Yep. Does it 
Now, is that like a long rest thing, or...? Uh, yeah, on your next long rest, basically, you can prepare another spell, but it cannot be Cure Wounds. Right, I will, I'm actually just going to take it out. Oh, yeah. Well, did you say, and if you don't want to tell us this, that's fine, but once all the charges are expended, mm -hmm. it it becomes, it, it can't cast that spell anymore. Does he regain the ability to cast Cure Wounds? That uh, is gone. Yeah. That, that is just gone. So, basically, once he runs out of the 12 charges, he can no longer cast Cure Wounds, but if he hands off the scepter, it regains 12 charges and keeps that spell. Okay. You have to do a remove curse in order to cure, clear that curse and right. regain the use of the spell. And would it, do I have to cure, cure curse on it or me? You. Me. Okay. Uh, doing it on the... Just call me Lactanin. I am cursed. Mm, I guess doing the remove curse on the rod would basically turn it non-magical and remove all of the uh, spells okay. from it. Okay. So. How do I not have remove curse? Now it's yeah, funny. It's like, funny because spell magic. there's what would what would have happened if I landed on? So I have magic missile and thunder wave always prepared, as because mm -hmm. it's a it's a specific to my artificer class. You thing. would you would have those locked. Like it doesn't matter what oh. spell it is. Then I would have. I then you would have just I, lost because I wouldn't yeah. place it. <laughs> nice. Yep. So maybe there's a good spell. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. As a player, I'm like, okay, I'm fine yeah. with that. Like, <laughs> also, as another minor bright side, technically using a magic item doesn't cast as casting count as casting spells. So, <laughs> so right now for your challenge, this is mine now. I'm gonna keep it. Put All it right. Back, <laughs> Sorry, Chipper. I know you were hungry. Oh, I'm gonna attach it. Uh, to Chipper the, is like I'm sniffing it at the end of the chain you grabbed. He'll give him. I can heal people for a part. He'll give him the platinum and the gold. So it's like uh, that'd be 350 gold. Okay. So write that down. Make sure you have 350 out of the thousand. Uh, to Darod. Oh, yeah, let's just go ahead and use the rest of the gold we found. So... If that's okay that's, with you guys. Uh, yeah, so 750 left. We feel bad. We kind of ruined someone's life once over a bad bet. I mean, mine was a good bet. But. Did you say... We're, sorry, I missed that. We're, are we divvying up money? No, so... We're well, divvying up debt. I, yeah, but we'll actually say this. Um, as part of your uh, trial, you have to give a thousand gold to What's Chipper. 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 Um, so Chipper needs a thousand gold, um, and we're going to go ahead and give. Uh, he, you gave three fifty, and I'll give seven fifty of the nine hundred that I grabbed off the bodies. Okay. Unless anyone has any particular qualms about that. Was the was the thousand gold a set amount, or was that a minimum amount? I'm not sure. It just said a thousand gold. I'm, I just kind of wrote in thousand. Perhaps if you give it, right. perhaps if you give it more, you'll be more richly rewarded at the end. I like this. It's like it's a gamble. Of, it's yes, the, it's the law of abundance. It has nothing to do with gambling. Somewhere. The more you give, the more you receive. That's how. That's how oh, nature no, works. No, no, that's wrong. The more you give, the more you lose. <laughs> Don't listen to him, he's bitter. You don't I mean, have I kind of agree with anymore. him in some way, but what you say makes sense, you know, we have honor and... Do you want to give the rest of the gold that we've gathered so far to Chipper? I don't even know if he'll take it. So far, he's been pretty snotty for a little follow-along. <laughs> I'll hold another gold piece up. Too. So you've given him the thousand already? Yeah. As yeah. soon as the last piece of the thousand... His uh, chest slams closed, like the lid slams closed, and locks, and he goes scampering away. Hmm. See, I told you, he's ungrateful. 
All right. Later I, guess... I will find him and I will kill him. You take the gold back. <laughs> <laughs> Digestive juices and all. Okay. Not the rod. The rod goes away. Now, does the path end here? Um, or... So, because you said it was a dead end. It, it is covered with vines at this point. Like, you can see maybe, maybe the vague hints of a path beneath, but there are uh, vines. Do you want to clear it out with your... Let's do it. Uh, whirlwind of blades. I can even. I'll do a performance Yeah, and I'll point use bonfire sure. maybe to help. Oh yeah, definitely. That definitely yeah, makes I can it fireball. Easier, yeah. So I'll spend a performance point just to cloud a dagger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you guys clear it out pretty quickly, and you find the trail and continue on your way. Being careful not to harm any trees. Before we leave, I'll go over to the pyre and just kind of look around. Okay. Anything? Let me see. Okay. I also forgot to grab another spell from the just level 12. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> How many artificial <laughs> levels do you have? Um, six. So, face and no, eight. 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 Okay. Serious black space. <laughs> yeah. uh, third level spells yet. Not so the, the fire has kind of died down at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of see the ashes and the embers are just sitting there glowing. And then they start glowing in a specific pattern. And it spells out the words Theravix Meadstead. Theravix. Alright, I will uh, commit it to memory and uh, drag my foot across it. Okay. On we go. Okay, uh, so as you continue to track down this woodland guardian, <laughs> the world around you continues to fill with song. Beautiful jingling melodies are joined by light drums and pan flutes. Eventually, you come across a more clearly marked path, a field of multicolored flowers swaying with the music that is parted enough for you to walk through and looks far more inviting than magical flowers would imply. Following the trail eventually leads to a... Uh, leads the party to another more literal party. Uh, satyrs, nymphs, centaurs, elves, dryads, and all manner of woodland creatures dance in time to the be- beautiful music being performed while a legion of fairies and pixies flutter about to hand out drinks and food. Mm. Above the party are large pathways of branch and vine twisting into a two-level arena where more woodland uh, creatures race along, tossing an object to one another to score goals in a very lively, heavy contact game. At the, in the back of the party is a band, uh, a satyr leading the way by blowing on pan flutes, and a nymph drumming on a sweet, uh, drumming a sweet beat along with him. And then towering behind them is a large treant with low, with a long hanging nose and two large wooden ears. Within his branches are a myriad of chimes that add to this festive melody as he sways to the beat. Uh, two other figures also stand out among the throng, the throng of revelers. The first is a one-foot-tall fairy that zips through the air, a tablet of wood in her hand, and a frazzled look on her petite face as she appears to be coordinating the pixie and fairy staff. The other is easily recognizable by the group. A blue-furred wolfman uh, reclines on a bed of moss, regaling a group of enraptured dryads with tales of and drinking wine from a ram's horn. You all remember Bosco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but this appears to be a very lively party. I'll try and get the attention of the fairy. Okay. Uh, the the kind of frazzled looking one. Uh, she'll notice you after a moment and she'll zip down right to your face and she'll say, Yes, can I help you? Uh, would you by chance be Odesta? That's me? 
Uh, we bring an offering here from Belladonna. Oh, thank you so much for delivering that. And she she kind of snaps her fingers three times and a large like kind of swarm of fairies and pixies comes down and picks it up and uh, flies it away to go like set it out and scatter it on, on the uh, long tables that kind of have food. And she goes, well, welcome. Uh, Travelers, we're more than happy to have you here. Um, feel free to partake of any of the food and drink that you'd like. It's all free of charge and free of debt, that's for sure. That's good to know. Um, we were hoping, actually, that we might get an audience with the um, the Guardian of the Forest song. I, I'm afraid that he's pretty busy at the moment. She glances over at the treant uh, singing. We wouldn't want to interrupt him or anything like that. We can, we can wait. I mean, if you're if you're willing to wait for the end of a treant song, that would that's uh, that's up to you. Sounds like it's probably a long time. They typically do take a long time for most things. It's an end much. Anything worth saying is worth <laughs> taking a long time, time to do so. Oh, yeah, line and all. We have decided <laughs> that you are not <laughs> so we're looking for the guardian of the forest um, because he knows where to find the crystalline count and something about him has like a weakness or something that we would be able to exploit yeah. um, I the think guardian does or the crystalline the guardian the guardian, the guardian Lomo something would be something so about. taken by all of this that he would just like start like participating in okay. the party he'd be like just have a big wolfy smile on his face so and just be like Destin. eating and drinking <laughs> yeah. And like yeah a couple a couple uh fawns come along and they they fawn being uh, female satyrs uh come along and they'll like they'll like grab you into a, a line dance that they're yes. doing you know yeah and, and he'd just look over his shoulder at aramis and say you see my friend the law of abundance the more you give then he'll just like go off dancing <laughs> uh, but he was not the one doing the giving <laughs> as i recall <laughs> uh, uh, odessa 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 how hmm, how upset would the guardian of the forest be if we interrupted him no i mean um you really can't unless you have unless you have a uh, an appointment, he won't really see anybody until I mean, unless you have a reference. Or Didn't the devil say he was gonna put in a good word for us? Maybe. Oh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> would, would we have noticed? I was kind of waiting for that, but uh, <laughs> would we have noticed? Uh, yeah, that, that was that was a prominent feature. I'm just face. like, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> off. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to get me out of the park. Loma, I'm gonna go track him down. <laughs> Start running after him. Uh, what? Forgive us. We are, um, we've been traveling a long way. We are trying to um, supplant the uh, the crystal count. Oh yes, terrible business that. Uh, so many new refugees in the forest. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, there's not much we can do. We're just hoping that somebody comes along that might be able to challenge him. Well, we would be able to challenge him, but that would uh, require interrupting the, the uh, festivities for a bit. Ah, that's very true. Do you have any sort of recommendation that uh, you come highly regarded or anything like that? Do they come trampling back? Uh, Not quite yet. You're I you're am. still trying to track him down. Well, mm -hmm. yes, we um, we met some dryads in the name of Maple and uh, Belladonna. Uh, we helped them, mm -hmm. spoke with them um, in an incubus. Um, incubus really doesn't sound like somebody that we would uh, normally associate with, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, but we also uh, uh, prevented a large catastrophe 
getting rid of some aberrant creatures that uh, were taking root. And did anybody see you get rid of these aberrant creatures? Yeah, not that it matters. Did anyone see you when the forest burns down? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I can say anything that I'd like. You know, I once fought a dragon and won. Oh, that's amazing. You should tell me. What, what that, did you do? It was a lie. <laughs> see, that's a lie. But that would be dishonorable. Are you Remember, telling... dragons aren't real. <laughs> Are you telling me? Listen, I, I, I understand. Yeah. Look, enjoy the party. If you can get a recommendation, great. Uh, otherwise, maybe in a couple days he'll have a break and, and we can get this matter taken care of, okay? You won't be mad if I kill her. Mm-mm. Okay. I don't have a couple of days to wait around. Okay. Uh, and because they're not here, <laughs> I, like I enjoy you the are, food. Yeah, the you party. are definitely like eating a chip. Yeah. <laughs> how do you feel like, about mm, this? Shop how do you feel about <laughs> Larson? Good dips. Okay. Mm. How long does it take, uh, Bolt? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've got good ears. Okay. Yeah, I'm mean, just keep yelling your name over and over <laughs> again. Yeah. He'll eventually be like. Bolt, come to dance. I didn't much peg you as a dancer. Toilet I can only do the robot. But anyway. Yeah. Toto, here Toto. <laughs> come on, I got the hole. Um, your maple things on you. That's right, our invitation. Right, right, we, uh, we need you over. He'll, he'll just like pluck some grapes off of like the, the hair of a dryad and be like, <laughs> delicious. And then um, be like, uh, if they are coming back, who, who who do we need to talk to? Victor's got flint and steel and tinder, and he's starting. And I'm like, I got my hands around, like blocking the, the air. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what what's going what, on? What, what we we figured the quickest way. Listen, if he's not going to listen, we just set the building on fire, and no, then he'll no, no, pay no, attention. No, no. To we we have, have the invitation. We have the invitation. They burned it into my cheeks. Don't you remember? Let's see. <laughs> Did I show up? Yep. Nice. <laughs> they were before, but uh, oh. it's, it's, yeah. now they're prominent. Now they're blinking. <laughs> All right, let's okay. let's go up to the guardian yeah. and, and see if we can get uh, its attention. So that's what okay. we'll do. All right, so uh, you approach, mm-hmm. and the the band is kind of uh, going in full swing, and the guardian. He's got his eyes closed, and they kind of open a crack. They they and look upon you, and they see the maple uh, symbol, and <clears throat> his eyes open fully. And he taps his two bandmates, and they slowly like round out the song, and 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 everybody like everybody looks around a little bit and surprised that the song is over so soon. Uh, you can see that this he's got. Did I mention his wind, his wind chimes? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah, I, like I completely be... spaced that. I mentioned that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, he kind of like stands up as the other two move out of the way, and he he kind of uh, tromps forward a little bit and goes, "Welcome, friends. I see that you have an appointment, as it were. Yeah. How can the guardian of the four song assist you?" Loma will bow very low and say, <clears throat> "We are honored to meet you, guardian. Thank you for giving us a moment of your time." Of course, we are here. To help with the count, we understand that he has been strip mining and other things to damage. Yes, nasty business. That nature. Uh, perhaps you might point us in his direction, and we could 
take care of him for you. I mean, if it's direction that you seek, I can I can point you the way to the keep. Is that all you seek from me? Would you have any advice? Information to help us defeat him. Hmm. So you've heard the rumors then? Yes. Understandable. I have been spreading those rumors looking for noble heroes such as yourselves. Um, however, I do not know you. And then what I give you could be dangerous to the wrong hands. You could be the Count's spies, for all I know. Pretending to be noble sorts. That one looks like he has murder in his eye all the time. Victor's slowly kind of stamping Not out. Not entirely wrong. There's a small <laughs> yeah, amount of like, smoke behind him. He's kind of like snuffing it out with what, his breath. What can we do to gain your trust? That is what I was just about you to ask you. What can you do to earn my trust? I don't have detect thoughts, so I don't know what you would need. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a way that you could prove yourselves? Um, Aloma would look around and see, are there any, um, like, oh, I don't know, uh, like, sickly looking trees, patches of, like, grass or growth anywhere that maybe look like they might be diseased? Or... Kind of give me a perception check. <clears throat> I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. That's a 15. Uh, in this part of the forest, it's pretty vibrant. You, this is the home of the Guardian, so they probably don't uh, don't have too many sickly patches here, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I want to try something. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work. Um, so I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern in front of him. Okay. See if I can charm him. Wow. Being our friend. Okay. What is the... Uh... Um, it is a wisdom save of 15. I'm sure ends are wise, but we'll see. It's a 30-foot cube within range. The pattern appears for a moment. Vanishes each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom saving throw. So I don't know if everybody's watching or what. Uh, there are a lot of people watching, yes. So I'm just going to... <laughs> Sorry. It's a party. A uh, party tricks. <laughs> Show me I can trust you. <laughs> All right. You are my friend. <laughs> we have been Says the murderer. Uh, sorry. What was the DC one more time? Uh, wisdom fifteen. Wisdom fifteen. Uh, yeah. So you kind of like let out these dancing lights again it's kind of the, the smoky ashy mm -hmm. almost dancing I'll, uh, I'll swing my guitar around and when I strum it kind of and then just like like and he like he, uh, lightning or something he sits there and and he shakes his branches and this uh, this kind of counter song uh, uh. rings through your ears and uh, he goes so you wish to try and weasel your way into my good graces more we like showing you met him. Showing <laughs> him. <laughs> He's not with <laughs> us. <laughs> we're sort of trying to rehabilitate him a little bit, as it were. Showing you the power that could be your ally. Ah. Wish to show me the power. Very well. And he claps his hands and a bunch of people like let up a little bit of a chair. Bosco kinda claps a little bit, like good good luck, guys. And then uh, all of you feel the ground beneath you kind of shift. Uh -oh. Another worm. Another worm. These, these large kind of butterfly. branches. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. Like push uh, up beneath your feet. They're not trying to like grapple you or anything. 
uh, but they push up beneath your feet and start pushing you up into the air into that two-level arena. And you see that uh, the Guardian is coming up with you. Uh-oh. And uh, when when you land in this kind of uh, two-level set arena, he you can see that it's him and then there are some other um, like satyrs and uh, dryads and centers around. And he goes, you wish to show me your power. Very well. No killing blows, but let's see what you have. And we're going to go ahead and roll initiative for combat here. All right. And we'll be right back. Victor bends over and gets the embers. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and reveal our battle map tonight. As you can see, uh, you are up in the kind of branches and vine area that uh, they were playing a game in. Uh, you've been split up a little bit, and there are a number of other creatures around. Uh, how, how far up in the air are we? You are 30 feet up in the air. Okay. So if we One of them is named damage. Yep. One of them is, Rufio. sure, one of them is named Rufio. Um, the the areas that are too high, two, two uh, steps high, or two uh, mm-hmm. tiles high, are 10 feet higher than the ones below them. Okay. And the, the bushes that you see and the trees provide total cover, or three-fourths cover, plus five. Plus five. No, no, it is going to be total cover. Total cover, if you're on the lower level, and then uh, half cover if you are on the upper level. So, for example, from me to this person right here. Yes. Full cover? Half cover. Half cover. Actually, oh, I know, because we'll they're say, down as well. Yeah, we'll say three-fourths cover for that, because you are on the upper. Okay. Yeah. Now, do I also have three-quarters cover protection from them? Uh, you would have full cover, because they full would not cover. be able to see you. they're low. Yep. Got it. Yeah, so okay. they would not be able to target ground. you. Yeah, you you do have the it's high over. ground. It's over it's over again. Ground. I am the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and then at the far end there, you do see um, our wonderful Guardian of the Forest song. Yep. Cool. And these parts are very fall death. Yeah, so that's 30 feet uh, down. And basically, basically that's, for you guys, that'll be probably out of the fight. Okay. Unless you can get away, unless you know a way to get back up there. Do I? <clears throat> you do. We shall see. Uh, but let's go ahead and grab initiatives here. Bolt. Thankfully, I grabbed a die. I need to roll it. <laughs> yep. And everybody else can roll initiative as well. 19. 19. Victor. Um, that is a 19. I think I have a plus 6. So it's going to be 15. 25. Or 25. Aramis. 9. Plus 5. Aloma. Because it's your dex. Uh, 15. Plus um, 7, probably? Wait, are you max on dex? be higher than yep. your dex score. Plus... So plus 5, if he's capped. Yeah. Unless he has any items. I have plus, plus 6. six. Maybe you've got... Uh, uh, you like a luck stone. stone. Yeah, I was going to say I a stone. I do have a luck stone. Yeah. Okay. okay, so 25 total for that. <coughs> okay. At the top of the round, though... <coughs> The uh, guardian is going to create an effect. Let's see what it is this time. Um. Okay. Uh, so the guardian is going to stretch out his hand in front of, and and that the space in front of Bolt is going to burst and a tree is going to burst out of it. Yes. Yep. Uh, so I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw, please, Wolf. Is this the guardian? 
That is the guardian. Okay. Yeah. And we will probably need another tree, but I'll grab that one. You're making your throw. Brother versus brother. Indeed. Inspiration. Because that was an eight. That's a lot better. Uh, dirty 20. Okay, so you are not going to be knocked prone, but you are going to be pushed five feet. As this basically sprouts up right there. Uh, so let's see. Do, 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 do. The area within 20 feet of the tree is difficult terrain until it is destroyed. Okay. okay. And you aren't knocked prone because you made your dexterity saving throw, but you were pushed five feet back. Okay, and then it is Victor's turn. Um, this guy is ten feet up. That is, yep, that guy is ten feet feet up. Uh, and I'm up on here, so can I leap from here to here? Uh, yeah, that should be fine. All right, uh, and I'm going to attack him with use a bonus action to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Okay. And then I'm going to use my action to attack him with Cinder Hearth. Twenty-two, thirteen plus nine, so that's going to be twenty-two. Sorry, plus 10. So that's going to be 23. 23? To hit. Uh, 23 will hit, yes. So that is one. I'm going to reroll. Piercer. Roll one. That's a four. So that's uh, four. Sorry, before you before you do that, mm -hmm. uh, can you roll me a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. You need to start within 60 feet of this creature. Six, 12. 12? Uh, so roll me one more time because you have disadvantage because you are frightened. In fact, I, you can't actually move towards them. So that's an eight. Yeah. So here, you okay. can actually move towards them. I'm giving you an epic type because I forgot the rules okay. of my own of, of my own creations. Uh, basically, you just get overwhelmed with fear uh, on that creature Wait. for one minute. Okay. So am I able to duck back? You, you can. You can. You cannot move towards him willingly. Okay, I'm gonna move. I'm and gonna you have disadvantage back. against attacks. And if I duck, am I out of line of sight of him? Uh, you probably have. If you duck down, we'll say that you have uh, three quarters covered. Okay, but I'd still be able to see him. Okay, yeah. so then I, I would. I'll make the. I'll still make the attack, but that was with disadvantage. So that was what you had me roll a second time, or is that for the? Uh, that was the what you had, what I had to roll a second time. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, if it's if it's half cover, I mean, if you go full prone, you won't be able to see him anymore. But well, I was just, I was just seeing if, to, if yeah. like if I was if I was afraid of him before the attack or after the attack. You were afraid of him at the start of your turn. I apologize. Okay. For so that, that, that so, yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's fine. I'll just uh, I'll keep it that, but I'll keep the um, hmm. like I said the the attack. So that was eight plus ten. Uh, so eight plus eighteen to hit. So eighteen does not hit. He deflects that uh, your dagger. Okay. As it comes streaking towards him. And so that'll be one. Okay, perfect. Uh, anything else that you'd like to do? Uh, no. Uh, well, actually, I have one clarifying question. Yes. With when it comes to fear, I cannot willingly walk towards them. Yes, you cannot w willingly move closer to them. Move closer. Move closer. So I can't tell. Yes. No, you can't tell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which creature causes fear? Yep. Okay. Uh, you can repeat that saving throw at the end of each of your turn. Okay. So you can repeat that now. Uh, 18 plus my wisdom, that's going to be plus 6. Okay, yeah, so you, you shake off the effects of this. Again, it kind of like, as you like turn towards this uh, this elf, 
They, uh, in fact, uh, they, they're far more beautiful than an elf there in Eladrin. And they just look like they're glowing with a, a, an external, like, summer's glare. That kind of, like, puts this little fear into you uh, for the time being. So you kind of run, throw your dagger out, and then as you kind of hunker down, you you calm yourself and, and center yourself again for the next strike. Take my emotions and cast it into the flame. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Bolt, it is your turn. You are within 60 feet of that creature as well. Let's see. So you need to make me a, a wisdom saving throw. Please. Yes. yes. In fact, you are within 60 feet of both of them. So you will need, in fact, you might need to make another one because the other okay. the other so colored elf there, Zaymont and Tam <laughs> uh, Tomaz. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 17. 17, you're good on that one. So yeah, where's, it's a, where's the other one? He is right in front uh, of you. A little this guy? Fifteen. So uh, you are frightened of the blue and, or the green and gold one. Okay. And then roll for the other one. Uh, Eleven. Okay. So you're frightened by both of them. This. Okay. This well, guys, you got this. Unless you're immune to fear as Warforged, but I don't think so. Nope. Your, I just can't. I can't be magic slab. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used it for my. Uh, yeah, so you can't move closer, but you can still do other things. So and once you skirt around them, succeed, which I technically <clears throat> can't even move to this guy because that would make the distance shorter. So I don't have to roll fear against that guy ever, I, anymore. Do I continue rolling for the one who has not succeeded in fearing me? Um, or am I no? So so basically, you're immune to both of their fears Got because it. you okay. saved on both of them. I will. I will uh, take out my light crossbow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, can you hand me my binder, please? Purple one. It's like built in your arms. <laughs> oh, right. It's like two parts come out. <laughs> yeah. Like a you've been you've button. been training with Callie. Assassin's Creed. Just like yeah. Oh. Or, yeah, <laughs> we thought the same thought. Yeah. Berserk, he has one in his fake arm. Yeah, it's a Gatling gun, and, and just, and then he can flip it back and, boom, cannonball. Cannon Actually, no. Very cool. I'm gonna use the wand of fairy mischief. Oh, and Ooh. do some mischief. Okay. Mischief. Now teleporting closer to somebody. I'm not teleporting okay, you're myself. Yeah, te teleporting yourself. Got it. <laughs> um, I am going to. Point it at you. Okay. And can you see him? I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yep. That is an open yes. spot right there. Yep. Uh, so let me see if I can go this right. I can point to the. I'll point the wand at two creatures that were, are within sixty feet of you that you can see mm -hmm. and thirty feet of one another. Uh, you may target yourself with this ability when you do. Each creature must make a deck save. Okay. So I want to point point it at you. And then I also want to point it at. Let's see, I can't see. Can't see him unless I unless it counts under the tree here. Mm, the, I wouldn't think guy. so. I think that's pretty closed off. I think the centaur. I'll point to the centaur. Yeah, the centaur might be here. And so, uh, what what happens is, um, you can choose to fail it if you want. This this will swap your places. Uh, okay. If you both. 
lose your save. And you do know this is coming from Bolt. Like, you can feel okay. it. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll yell out. I'll, I'll be like, Aramis, and I'll point at you, and then, like, you can kind of see, like, the yeah, yeah, yeah. streaks of color connect you two, and, like, you feel like this pull. I'll just let it pull me. Okay, so and which then, are you doing? So, are you just swapping? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and swap places. Okay. Um, if they fail, and it's a... Uh, Dexterity saving throw with DC equal to spellcasting DC. Um, so 15. Dex of 15. It fails. So you two instantly swap places. Sweet. So you're here. That's cool. Just, yeah. Uh, and you hear you hear like the sound of uh, glitter bugs laughter because you are casting this in her domain. So that's wild magic surge. Why not? But I'm not casting a spell, no, so not. I'm not going to yep. break You're my using thing. using a magic <laughs> item. Uh, creatures have disadvantage on the next uh, on saving throws against the next spell you cast within the next minute that involves a saving throw. So more mischief abounds <laughs> if you want it to. Yes. You technically still have that I do not well. say. This does not fade at all. So, And this that was the last wild magic surge that happened to you before the worm died. So... Just right. so you know. That's right. So they have disadvantage. They the creatures have spell. disadvantage on saving throws against the next spell that you cast. Okay. In the next. Oh, it says in the next minute. Never mind. Oh. Sorry. Wah, wah. Darn it. Wah, wah. Okay. okay. Anything else that you would like to do, Bolt? That is all. I make a couple saves against fear. We'll start with the one closer to you. Oh, there's more saves. Yep. Wisdom again. Yep. At the end of your turn, you make wisdom saving throws. Fourteen. That is not a save. And three. Not a save. You are just uh, shaking with fear, as it were. Yep. Well, uh, that satyr over there on the on the right is going to be uh, the next to go here, and does not have a good line of sight to anybody anymore. Wow. So he is going to move. Let's see. Ooh, he's got a fifty foot movement speed. Yeah, he's going to go ahead and move around and jump up onto this uh, platform up here, right in front of... Uh, 30, 35, 40. Yep, right there. Does he need to make like an acrobatics to try to get up there? Uh, he does not. He might, but uh, these are satyrs. <laughs> I'm going to say that, yes, he can jump 10 feet. The bottom half is climb straight up. 45 yeah. degree? Or exactly, yeah. These are not perfect, uh, like, <laughs> 90 degree angles or whatever, so they can get up anything. Uh, and then he is going to land, and as he lands, he's going to... Uh, make a pair of oh a trio of shortbow attacks against Victor. Uh, We're going to say this is still half cover, so you have plus two because okay. it's it's vaguely okay. But uh, I'll go ahead and give you the plus two for it. So the first attack is a twenty-five hits. Okay. The next attack is a. 13. Misses the button. And the uh, third attack is lower. So two of the arrows come streaking at you and you deflect them, but the third one is going to hit you for... I will uh, cloud run. Oh, okay. And I want to redirect it to the tree. To the tree? Okay. Because yeah. it has a 30-foot thing, right? Yeah, to every, everything in uh, within uh, 20 feet of it is difficult to rain. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, so the arrow just kind of curves around and smacks into the tree. But it does not. The tree does not take an arrow and then fall over dead. <laughs> it does say, well, actually, it does say different creature. Different creature, yeah, this yeah. isn't a creature, this is an object. Okay, so, uh, I will use my no. reaction. 
and cast Silvery Barbs. Oh. So they get disadvantage on that one? Disadvantage on that one. Okay. Yep. You're shooting for an And you have advantage on your next attack. Uh, Yeah, that definitely misses. There you go. Perfect. So as it's coming, I strum in reverse. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. So yeah, all three shots. Drop drop detuning real quick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The next to go is the closest dryad over there. Uh, Nope. uh, That one. Yep. And she Oh, sorry. These guys have a lot more spells than I thought. Just imagine the satyr like the pan's labyrinth. Yeah, that thing is creepy. That's not even the creepiest one in that show. The eyeball dude is. Yeah. Isn't that Doug Jones? Yeah, he does. He's all of them. I think he's both of them and every other Guillermo thing. He's every, everything in Guillermo the Toro fish movies. thing in, in Hellboy, yeah. and he's the fish thing in Shape, um, of, water. Shape of Water. <laughs> yep. And he's the fish thing fish. in Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> he's just an aquatic kind of guy. Okay, uh, she is going to move forward so that she can get a line of sight. So she's going to move over one to the left and then towards me. One, two, three. Yep, right there. Where so that gives her a good Cal- line of sight. <laughs> and uh, she's yeah, kind of going to weave her hands around, and you see like a trio of thorns come up her arm, and she's just going to fire them at you. Okay. In a trio of shots. So the first one is a 26 to hit. The next one is a 14. And the last one is a 20 to hit. Okay, so two hits here. 20 of me? Yeah, also need to make sure you can see them. Total of 15 uh, piercing damage as two of these thorns slap into you. Ouch. Okay. Okay. And then it is your turn. Okay. If I were to move... Oh, she's also going to move back to her original spot. She's got movement left for that. Good. If I were to move here, would I have line of sight on this guy? Uh, you'd have to move one more back, I would think. Here? Yep. Uh, before you do that, though... I don't want to go back. Let's, uh, let's have you roll a pair of saving throws okay. for me. Wisdom saving Wisdom? throws. Yep. Uh, one is a 17. That's and the, a success. And the other is a natural one. Natural one? Okay, so the one in front of you is the one you're, uh, afraid of. Okay. Um... Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use a bonus action. We're gonna cut out the, the forest sound so that we can put the battle music on without any. Let's see. Here. Those are the battle bird sounds. It's just the peacock scream. Ah! <laughs> All right, let's see what happens. I'm going to, okay, I'm gonna cast, um, with my action, I'm gonna cast Spirit Guardians and just okay. Again, your ancestors yep. bring, come uh, flowing out, out from around you. Let me just mark that spell. <clears throat> need to get some to represent. <clears throat> yeah, um, I'm gonna do that. Actually, sorry, I'm gonna do that at the fourth level. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to cast. 
Well, then I'll, I'll use Wild Shape um, to take on an archer form. Okay. So that I mimic them. And I'm going to make an attack against this guy. Okay. That will be a disadvantage. Because you are. Because I'm afraid of him. Because you are afraid of him. Um, mm. Or you can take the minus or the plus two AC on the, the satyr if you want to attack it. It will have a plus two AC. Yeah, because it's got half cover against you right now. Unless I were to move, you said like here. Or yeah, here. like right about there, you'd have full view of him. Okay. Yep. Um, okay, I take that back. In that case, I will do that. Okay. And I will um, make my archer attack at the archer. Okay. Um, and that is a 24 to hit. 24 will hit. Okay, so it's going to do a d8 plus 4. So it does 9 damage. And then I'm going to move him with my crusher feet 5 feet this way. Okay. So he falls. Sorry, how much damage was it? Uh, nine. Get nine. over here. Yeah, and I'm going to pull him towards me five feet so he f falls out of the tree. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me 3d6. He falls 30 feet. Ten. Ten damage? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you see him land on the ground. You, you hear him kind of hit the ground pretty hard. There's a there's an ooh, and at this point you realize that there's actually a crowd around you. They're kind of <laughs> up in the trees and in the stands. Mm -hmm. Are you not entertained? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he is on the ground 30 feet down okay. uh, for his that's, turn. As flat an area. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then that'll be my turn. I'm going to... Um, yep, save against fear. Save against fear, just one, right? Yeah. Uh, not very good. Fourteen. You know what? I'm gonna use an epic die and call that a twenty. Twenty. Okay. Perfect. Yep. You so are I'm now. Not, fear, not afraid. Yep. You are no longer okay. afraid. Okay. Okay. Uh, the centaur in the middle is gonna go. He can move fifty feet, and he's gonna charge for Ezra. And um, this is who's, not a who's Ezra. Uh, not Ezra. Uh, <laughs> Victor. Definitely not even like who I was thinking about. Okay, so he's gonna come barreling down on you uh, with a pair of attacks here. Uh, that is a 12 to hit you with his pike as he comes in and you manage to like deflect that into the ground. And then his hooves are going to come up, but that is only a nine to hit you. So you manage to duck underneath those as well. So, which is good because he didn't take the extra charge damage or anything like that. Okay. Then the other centaur, she is, she's going to have to switch her weapon out and uh, shoot at Aramis with her longbow. Okay. Which is far weaker. That's 14 nope. and a 17. Nope. Okay. So I'll just duck and weave. Yep, you just kind of duck and weave underneath. Uh, she looks a little confused at uh, the fact that she's no longer where she thought she would be. <laughs> then we get to the Eladrin in the middle. And he is going to uh, he's going to rush Aramis, actually. Shoot. Darpaline. How much speed does he have? He has... Really? 50 feet as well. Wow. These guys are good. Hey. These guys are good, guys. He's he's the also good. Has face 
He does indeed have a phase step, but he's not using that here. Uh, he's instead going to come down at uh, you with his longsword. The first attack is a 25 to hit. That hits. Okay. And the other one is a 20 to hit. Okay, and this is going to be... Interesting. 19. A total of 26 slashing damage. And... And... Twenty-one fire damage as his as his longsword comes around and just like catches Jeez. with golden flames. Uh, I can. Would you like to cloud rune that? <laughs> Is there another creature within within thirty feet of him? The centaur. Center. So uh, that one, if I can, because I have to see him. Yes. So if I can't see uh, that one, then that one. Because I. I mean, like technically, like as far as the models go, I can see it through the trees. But uh, if it's if this is like all blocked off area, probably probably the other centaur. Okay, so that's going to be uh, we're gonna we're gonna say that is. Um, do you want that on the first attack or the second attack? Which one did more damage? I wasn't paying too much. I don't remember the second one. I think then second one, the fire okay. one. I think so. That's going 26. to be that is going to be uh, twenty five of the damage. So I get twenty five. You get twenty five back, back, and okay. it's going to be twenty five to centaur B. Ooh. As yeah, he's coming. He hits you with that first slice, uh, burns you, and he's coming around with the second one. And all of a sudden, uh, there's this kind of gust of air and a, a rune flash, and it disappears from you. And uh, you see the centaur uh, off, off in your periphery, kind of stagger from the blow instead. <laughs> then it's your turn. I, I like with the wand. <laughs> it's still in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I need you to make me a pair of saving throws okay. as you start your turn. Or Aramis. Let's go with... What, what save is it? It is a wisdom saving wisdom, throw. Uh, 14 and 8. Okay, you are frightened of both of these, Aladrin. Okay, that's fine. Um, I am going to cast Shatter right here. Oh, okay. Hit those two. Okay. And that is a... Uh, a con save of 15. Okay. Well, the Eladrin doesn't make his save. Okay. Uh, the Centaur does, though. Okay. The one see. with advantage didn't. Half <laughs> as much, so that's... Um, eight or four... Okay, so damage. Okay, perfect. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna pour this in there. Why not? So that's nice. um, six. So that's uh, fourteen or seven. Fourteen. Nice. Seven. Perfect. Yep. As you've still got your you've still got your loot out, and you just let out a kind of a shrum or a shrum, and it shakes the very ground. Um. Hmm. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh, I need you to roll me a d20. I forgot that you're wild magic. Magic. Two. Two? Well, you're good this round. Surprisingly. Um, I think I want to use... I move next to get away. Okay. 
Actually, you know what? I'm gonna just stay. It's fine. You're just gonna stay there. You're just gonna face down your fear. Yeah, I'll perfect. Just face it down. Uh, go ahead and time. give me another set of saving throws at the end of your turn. Uh, so that's it's it's wisdom, right? Yes. Uh, fourteen and thirteen. Uh, so you are not saved from either of those. Yeah. That is fine. Okay, the other Aladrin is going to go, and he's going to rush towards. Um, can I bonus action real quick? Absolutely. And do Bardic Inspiration for a bolt for helping him. Thank you. So I'll just say D six. A song of good luck. D eight. Um, a song for, of get over here and help me. <laughs> um, ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Yeah. It's like those things. Right, so, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> going to rush in. <laughs> yeah. 15, 20, 25 here. Yep. Okay, he's going to take. Uh, does he make it? Does he have to make a saving throw? 17 damage, wisdom of 18. Wisdom of 18. He wasn't very wise for running in. Nope. But he did make his save. Okay. So half. So. You said it was twenty-seven. Oh no, it's seventeen. Seventeen. So eight. Uh, yeah. So he's going to rush up to you, and let's do a pair of attacks. Okay. The first one is a twenty-four. Okay, I'll tell you the damage for that one. Was yeah. Second one, I'm gonna use my one of my woes. Okay. To subtract Whoa. a d6. So minus a d6. From what he rolls. Just running at you, and you're like, whoa. 26 damage total. Eight of it is fire damage. Okay. Ouch. These elves are mean. Mm -hmm. Indeed. It's because I'm a half elf. They're just like, <laughs> taking umbrage. Uh, what was the minus on that other one? Oh, it was um, minus five. Five. Okay, mm -hmm. that is going to be a ten to hit you. Wasted. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So the, again, the first one comes in and slices you, and you manage to bring up your shield to block the second one. Okay. Uh, he's just completely ignoring the ancestors that are uh, rushing in on him at this time. All right. Okay. Uh, the dryad at the back there. Mm -hmm. She is just going to jump off the side. <laughs> sure, sure. Why not? This is neat. She casts control weather. No, that's not right. Uh, so she can see. She can see Aramis, or can she move to see Aramis? Which one? Um, she would have to move. Have to move one over to there. Yeah, I think she can do that. Oh, watch out, Sater! Oh no! <laughs> Almost took a tumble off the cliff. <laughs> uh, so oh, she, in that case, took a tumble. <laughs> she's going to uh, shift over, and you see her kind of reach her hand up, and uh, she's going to call down a moon moonbeam on you. Uh, so when you enter the spells area for the first time, we start your turn in there. So that's going to be at the start of your turn. Okay. Yep. So uh, doesn't your cleric get like veto power on moonbeam? <laughs> no. That's what's possible. funny is I actually don't have the moonbeam spell. <laughs> oh. I was like, I well, you have a spell, like, I'm yeah. never going to use it. So <laughs> yeah. Missed opportunity. I mean, you just howl at the moon. You don't oh. use the moon. Yeah, exactly. I, I serve her. She doesn't serve me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
You're a simp. So it's right on him. You don't get high on your own. So the Aladrin will actually technically be in it. It's within a five foot. Oh, it's a five foot radius. No, it won't be right. It'll be behind me. Yeah, basically in that four foot square. Don't you try to gotcha me with my own monsters. Someone's got it. That's what they call gotcha journalism. So the satyr that you knock off, he is going to rush around just to the other side of the druid there. Or not the druid, the dryad. Yeah, basically just rush around to the other side of the path. 30, 40, 45, 50. Yeah, it'll be 50. Yep, so, so right, right there. Here. Yeah, and he'll stop right there, and you you hear him call up and say something in uh, Sylvan. Okay. Which, if anybody speaks Sylvan. Oh, I was going to take it. Oh, I took my. Elvish instead. <laughs> um, Oren. No, not this Elvish. I bonk myself in the head with the uh, Comprehend Languages <laughs> scepter. On your turn as an action. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you just hear him call up and hear the dryad respond in Sylvan. Okay. And then it is the guardian's what does turn. sound like? Very flowery. Yeah, it's it's probably like uh, almost like a sing song language. Okay. Rustling leaves, an autumn wind. Weird words, bro. Let's see. Sounds so he like is a going to. Someone else sounds like a babbling brook. <laughs> yeah, they just go. <laughs> Gargling water. Yeah. Like, we're gonna get mouthwash. <laughs> he, he's actually just gonna stand there and he's gonna shout uh, at the satyr in the middle and he, he goes, You'll do better next time. And as he does, it'll, it kind of, there's like this uh, uh, kind of tinkle through the air through his chimes. Uh, and he's gonna give inspiration to that satyr. So, so scary. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was uh, giving inspiration far <laughs> sooner than you were, my friend. Uh, Victor. Yeah. Actually, sorry. It's the top of the round, so he's got to uh, do an effect. Okay. And that one is a soothing song echoes uh, out among the battlefield, and each creature feels their grip on their weapons loosen. I feel like fighting this round would be detrimental to yourself. Hmm. That's it. So everyone just goes oh, around. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so it, it is Zola. Victor's turn. Yeah, you just kind of feel like this wave of like fight you. over you that's just kind of like, oh, maybe this, maybe I don't want to fight this. Right <clears throat> I will. You, you said each creature, yeah, including them. Right. Yep, that's including them. <clears throat> I will attack the how many weapons to lose? The centaur in front of me. Okay. That is a nineteen with, and I'm sla- um, slashing with the uh, moonfang. Okay. So Wait, hold on. Did we go through that whole round without? Attacking? Is that what you're saying? No. This, oh, okay. like, that's just what came over the battlefield. It's not preventing us from attacking. Oh, it's not it, preventing okay. It wasn't like we were. It's a feeling, but it's oh, not preventing okay, you okay, okay. Sorry, I misunderstood. Nope, I just you're, wanted you're to fine. make sure yep. I was on the same Yeah, question. it wasn't just like a null round. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. Roll the 19 plus 11, 30 to hit. Uh, 30 will hit. That's going to be 1d4 plus 8. I also have advantage. I'm going to roll, see if I get. How do you have advantage his, on this guy? Because. Uh, uh, silvery barbs. Silvery barbs. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's so, a great use for silvery barbs. Um, and that means that you need a concentration ring. Sneak attack. Oh, that for, I need to. So that's a, a thirty-eight. Thirty-eight damage. Damage. Yeah, you're my silvery barbs guy because it gives uh, you sneak. So, are you doing non-lethal damage or are you sneak. doing lethal damage? Non-lethal. Okay. Uh, yeah, you full on like 
this the centaur like slammed his pike into the ground after you deflected it, and you just like kick up off of the pike and slam the butt of your dagger into the side of his head, and he crumples. Just break one of his legs. Nice. Can't <laughs> do anything at that point. Well, well then, then they have you to put shoot him down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's up to them. That's, that's the lethal. guardian's okay. choice. But can't and you just use greater restoration? Sorry, because it's he's his tree. Yeah, so he's going to he's going to topple to the ground. Okay. And then I'll use movement. A pretty word for stick. <laughs> so it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I'll run up to him, to mm-hmm. the satyr, and be like, I've got enough of your tricks. I have one of my own, and I'm going to switch places with my dagger and make an attack with the dagger. Oh, nice. So I'll actually back up to him. So you see that I finally fixed the trees so they don't knock over as easy. So that is lower. That one was with the Cinder Hearth, which is a 10, that's 19 to hit. 19 will hit, actually. Yes. Okay. so the 1d4, that's going to be three damage. Three? Now, I'm curious if when I make that attack, I assume I can't, I wouldn't be able to use Cinder Hearth's burning on that attack. I wouldn't see why not, it's a magic weapon. Okay. Sure. So 2d10, it's yeah. gonna be that one. Shiny. So that's going to be 9 minus 6. It's going to be a total of 15. 15. Okay. Uh, yeah, it slashes along. Uh, the fire kind of like picks up a little bit and sears him, uh, and he just stumbles back. Bolt, are you afraid of anybody still? Both. You're still afraid of both? Okay. Technically. All right. Uh, so what would you like to do, my friend? Well. Through a quirk of uh, D&D rules, I'm going to do Giant's Might uh-huh. and get right next to the tree. Okay. And I want to try to break the tree over, like oh, grab it and, okay. and break it and push sure. it off, like pull it off the edge, basically. Uh, go ahead and give me a strength check. Uh, athletics? Be, yeah, I think it'd be... Yeah, yeah, give me an athletics check. Athletics? Advantage because it's a strength based ability. My rune gets mm-hmm. me. My giants might, or sorry, my giants might get me. Right, because this is yeah. advantage on strength checks. Mm-hmm. This isn't a straight strength check. It is a strength check, yeah. Yeah. So just, yeah, advantage is fine. Athletics is strength. That would be 30. 30? Uh, yeah, you definitely, you like rend the tree back and forth and rip it out of the other branches and just toss it aside and down 30 feet below. There's a gasp from the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he ripped the tree out. Monster! There's a dryad in the audience. It's like one person in the audience. They've switched sides. (laughs) (laughs) They're like the Russians in Rocky IV. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I, I make my saves at the end. Uh, yes, at the end of the closer to either of those. So I'm kind of stuck here at mm-hmm. this point. For now. Does anyone want to trade places? <laughs> Got another one. Sure. Uh, well, that was probably my yeah, action. You, huh? Yeah, and you can't bonus. use your... You can't willingly teleport closer to somebody. Yeah, like as part of that, I would assume. Well, I use my bonus for that's my yeah. action for the tree. Yep, I'm good. Okay, roll me those saving throws, and we'll move on to a satyr. Okay, so the first one... Five. Okay. Second one. Eight. I got eight. you next time. 
Okay. I got a thing that helps. It's just such Counter a charm. Yeah, technically, it's just such a waste. Technically, like, a you do action. have bardic inspiration if you wanted. To. Oh yeah, oh, you do have your. Well, D8. yeah, neither of that. The highest would have been sixteen. So I was like, I'm like, I'm not wasting yeah. that. Okay. I can help you next time. Okay. I got a thing. Uh, the satyr. You guys are doing you great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the satyr that you attacked yep. is going to, he's going to back away uh, twenty feet and take the defend action. This so turn. off dodge. down. Or dodge action. Yep. Okay. Gonna drop down. And take the dodge action. Uh, the dryad is also going to do the same. What's the matter? Oh no, sorry. Uh, that dryad over there is going to uh, use plant growth. And she's gonna uh, plant growth down the side, and these vines come out uh, mm. and kind of lash into the ground so that the uh, satyr can make his way back up. What's what's got your goat? Why are you backing up? <laughs> Aloma, it's your turn. He so just she, gives you a so smirk. She probably would have had to move to the edge. Uh, no, sorry, it's uh, this one over here. That That's what I'm saying. Edge. She would have to move to the edge oh, to be able to move. Yep. Vines. Yep. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to cast um, <clears throat> uh, Thorn Whip on this guy. Okay. Um, it's a melee spell attack. Thorn whip, thorn whip, right in the eye. Disadvantage. It's a seventeen to hit. A seventeen will miss. That makes me mad. Do you? You're still afraid of him, right? Or did you I'm not. You no, say okay. Um, okay. In that case, I'm gonna try my um, archer form. This will okay. be with disadvantage, though, unfortunately, because he's right next to me. And that's a natural one. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the, the thorn whip goes overhead uh, and he ducks underneath so uh, the arrow blast. The dice give it. Yeah, what is this about that. the law of giving or whatever? It's because he took the dryad. It's and he took the grape. The last remaining centaur is going to run up to uh, the upper level. They will have to roll a check for that. Uh, yeah, she makes it. And she's going to land there, and she's also going to take the dodge action this turn. Totally next turn. In fact, uh, so is the Eladrin right next to Aramis. Uh, he is going to take, he's just going to kind of get into a defensive posture as well. And then it is your turn, and I need you to roll me, uh, or not roll me, uh, you're just going to take some damage. My turn? Uh, you, yes, okay. Aramis, take, make me a constitution saving throw, please. That is going to be a 19. 19. You make your save, so you're only going to take half damage. That's great. Four radiant okay. damage. Oh, from the moonbeam. From That's the moonbeam, right. yes. Okay. And then it's my turn. And then it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to use counter charm, which okay. as an action you can perform until the end of your next turn. Uh, you and any friendly creatures within 30 feet gain advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. Okay. So we should be good. And then my turn's over. And, and are you going to move out of the moonbeam as well? Um, no. Well, if I move here, is that moving towards that? No, you're kind of dancing around. Because it's like the same yeah. distance. Is that away. still within 30 feet of bolt, though? Um, I believe 30, so. Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. So Fair then way. you'll have advantage on your next saves. Cool. And then that ends my turn, which yep. means that I save now, right? Yep, so and you can, yep you can take advantage okay. on your so save against Does entering first one beam on a turn cost yes. damage? Yes. Not just starting in it? Correct. Both. Man. So poor. 
I'll use inspiration on that one. Okay. That's better. Uh, how about, it's a wisdom, 19? 19. 19 is a safe. You are okay. no longer afraid. Cool. And then the, do I need to make that twice? Uh, did you make one of your saves last time? No. Okay, yeah, you'll okay. have to make it against the other one. Um, that is going to be 14. 14, that is not a save. So. Okay, so who did I save against? Uh, you saved against the one you're closest. Okay, perfect. The other one the other one that's on the far side. So I can't move that uh, direction, yeah, basically. Pounding on Aloma all on his lonesome. Oh, man, I'm going to have to jump some. this way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Uh, except for that, Latrin is also going to take the dodge action. Okay. He does take. So yes, he does have to. Guardians damage. Oh wow, he's rolling terrible. That was a. You uh, could do like a failure. Grapple and throw that out the edge. Yeah. <laughs> Suplex okay, myself so out of the fight. Seismic toss. Eleven. Ooh, nice. Uh, twenty-six damage. Twenty-six damage. Okay. My ancestors are just cutting into him since I can't seem to hit him. <laughs> uh, he'll take the dodge action. The uh, dryad at the end there is. She looks a little nervous and she's not going to do anything. Okay. Uh, the satyr's going to climb back up with his action. So I'll just end up right, yep, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then it is the guardian's turn. So, uh, any creature who did not deal damage are infused with an invigorating spirit. You have advantage on all attack rolls on your next turn. Nice. And can attack an additional time oh. with the attack action until the end of your next turn. Who did not deal damage? Who did not deal damage. I, I tried, but you, I failed. You dealt damage with your spirit guardians. Okay. Yep. But it was it on your turn or during the round? It was uh, not deal damage. Okay. Just during the round. Okay. Yep. So that's going to be a you. Off the no, that doesn't count. Yes. Uh, so, Aloma and the Dryad, because she dealt damage with the Moonbeam, you need to make a... Uh, and you. And me. Oh, and you. Yep. Uh, make me a <laughs> saving throw, a, sorry, a charisma saving throw with a DC equal to 8 plus the amount of damage you've dealt with your last attack, which for you is 26. <laughs> <laughs> with my last uh, attack? I didn't yes. attack. Well, it's your last damage. <laughs> right. uh, and then, uh, well, Victor, yours I mean, is 30-something. Yours, no. <laughs> yeah, no the, sneak. Well, so the Hold sneak on. attack, but then Hold he did on. another attack after it's that. got it here. It was a 27 and 11, so that was 30, 38. 38. <laughs> yeah, so I think both of you were failing. Yeah. I don't think And with a, with a total succeed. three <laughs> roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any who fail are stunned until the end of your next turn. Sweet. Cool beans. Perfect. Cool beans. Oh. Cool. Would you also beans, roll me once on the wild beans. magic table at the end of this round? Since we forgot during your turn. Yeah, or just, just a d20. 17. 17. You are good for this round. Okay. Well, at least he have double advantage. And then... It's just one advantage. He's also... Uh, he is going to give Bardic Inspiration to the Centaur in the middle now. And then we'll start the next round and he'll do another effect here. Already did that one. All right, so he is going to, uh, he's going to send out this uh, beautiful uh, song of hope out throughout the battlefield. The centaur that is unconscious is going to raise back up to life. The song. Never die. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great Bambino. Uh, and he's going to regain an amount of hit points, plus. so he is back on the battlefield and back in the fight, right where he left off. Okay. Then it is Victor's turn. Victor stunned. is stunned. Victor ends his turn. He is no longer stunned. Bolt, it is your turn. Well, You're still a little now scared. Now I'm not stunned, so they don't have a double advantage. They just have regular advantage. Yeah. <laughs> I would say switching places with Victor doesn't count as getting closer at this point. You're about the same distance as your There's also someone with spirit guardians <laughs> and a lot of people. He can't get closer to that one, though. I'm saying true. Well, I can't see Victor, yeah. so you, oh, I right. have you to can. move, and I can't move that way. The only way I can literally move is here or here. <laughs> yeah. um, you could always just fall off and call it good there. Now, you can't move towards them if you can see them, right? Can you close your eyes? And <laughs> forget that they're there. Haha, ha, Jeremy like... Crawford, counter that. <laughs> what about Is blind it... characters? They can't be scared. Close your eyes. See. Spin you could always uh, forego your challenge, fail your challenge if you want to use the spell. Hmm. No, but not today, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Damn. <laughs> So if I move back to here, okay. can I try to swap the Eladrin and her? Yes. They both need to make a... Because uh, uh, the then you can move... So, oh, no, you can't. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but... You know, yeah. You could probably hit that hit if for easier. If you swapped than... places with the person you're fearful of and ran at the same time... <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> you're not moving closer to them. You're actually moving away from them. Technically. Well, that was my you, other argument. Was yeah. can I swap with the Aladdin? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, because be you're not getting any closer to them. Okay, you're then actually wanna, like putting them. Behind I want to try that. Okay, I want to try. What is the Aladdin. what is the DC on that? Uh, it is a uh, <laughs> dexterity fifteen. That gives a fay in another. Best of friend, best of friend. Um. They do not make their save. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And whoop, whoop. Yep. Well, so we are in Feyland after all. <laughs> but this is also. Like all of a sudden, there's a giant like bolt an inch away from me. <laughs> I just go, <laughs> hey, buddy. And then I and then I turn and go to punch this guy. Uh, and as you come out, punch you uh, you hear laughter and you get uh, kind of a mirror sheen coating, like a cracked mirror plating okay. all over you. Basically, a blade of plating. You have resistance to all damage for the next minute. Yes. Whoa. Thank you, uh, wild magic from the fairy dragons that love you using your wand within their domain. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I have. What was the effect for not doing damage? Well, advantage on attacks. You have advantage on attacks and an extra, and an attack. extra, and an extra attack. attack. The wand of fairy mischief was a bonus action, or was that an action? Oh, it's an action. It's an action. But I can action surge. If you'd like to action search, yes. Like it might be worth search. it on this round, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> the centaur is like climbing back to his feet and you just come up behind him. Oh, and pow, pow, pow. So that would still be three attacks. That though, would still right? be three attacks, yep. So Get the ground. Get the ground. And you have advantage on them. And this is against the, the centaur? centaur. Yep, okay. first attack. Well, I guess technically they're up. Well, I'm tall enough, right? Yeah, you're tall enough. 
Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. I did not see what those rolled, so. <laughs> the first one is a 19. A 19 will hit. Okay. That's a d8. Plus 8, and then I'll do a, I'll do a d6 if I can reach 2 from Giant's Might. Uh, 9 plus 8, 17 damage. 17. I will second attack. Okay. Much, much, much higher. Like, multiple. Yes. 29. Okay. That does uh, 13 more damage. 13 damage, and then the final attack. Why you roll ones, you terrible dice? Um, 30. Uh, 30 will hit. For 11 damage. Okay, he is down again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so again, you just kind of like start towering over him, and you go pop, 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 right in the, right mm -hmm. in the back of the head, and he just crumples to the ground once again. And then I am gonna move, since I haven't used my movement. Uh, let's see, five, ten. You have used a little bit of your movement to back away. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was that was five, ten. So you're at twenty. Fifteen, twenty. Can I use the rest to get up to here? Yep, you're big enough that you can Okay. Pull yourself up. No problem. Yep, I'll do that. Okay. And then end your turn, make your saving throws yeah. with advantage, because you are still you're hearing the counter charm. Wisdom, right? Yep. 17. 17's enough. Oof. So that's on the one uh, that you swap places with, and then for the other one. Still good advantage, right? Yep. 19. 19 is enough. Nice. No longer feared. Counter charm. Your first use of it here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty I've never heard of anybody else using it, at least. Ever. No one's ever, ever used it in history. Ever history. used it. Achievement unlocked, man. Yep. <laughs> uh, the satyr at the back is going to make a trio of attacks uh, at Victor because he can now. In fact, sorry, it's four attacks total, I believe. At Ooh. advantage. Yeah, with advantage. Yep. Yikes. Uh, so the first one is going to be a. Mm. An 18 to hit. Misses. Okay. Second one is going to be a 19 to hit. Just hits. Okay. The third is. He's going to use the bardic inspiration he got on that one. For a 24 to hit. Yes. That's two hits. And the last one is only a 17 to hit. Misses. So one of those I will uncanny dodge. Okay. The first or the second? Uh, first. Okay, so the 10 13, damage on the first the one. the fourth attack miss? Yeah. Uh, so two hit, yeah, two, two hit, two miss. Yep. And then I'll just use my reaction to put my shield in front of it. As I run by, I'll be like, I got you. For the second <laughs> one? Yep. Okay. okay. Uh, so the first one was 10 minus whatever you rolled for, or I guess it's just half, right? It's half. So five. five. And the other one was eight, so you take four, or no, yeah, you take four force damage instead. So I tuck and roll. But I also have my sheen. Does that give me even? And that was, that was after noise. the shielding broach. Oh, no. No, the resistance the doesn't stack like no, that. Sorry, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Good try, though. Immunity! Uh, then the dryad on the left is going to go, and she is going to move down so that she can see Bolt. 15, 20, 25, 30. Perfect. Would she, she move is, closer to the cover? Uh, no, she's just going to move right to there. Okay. And she's going to cast Spike Growth in a 20-foot... Uh, 
radius centered on a point. It's a fireball, basically, same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Except for it's a. Where is it centered at? Oh, it is a radius. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, centered on. Oh. It's gonna be centered on this side of the field, to avoid. Yeah. So she can hit. Uh, she can get these three if she wants. Yep, all three of you. So that is now difficult terrain for the duration. And uh, when a creature moves within the area, or into the area, they take uh, piercing damage for every five feet they travel. Two d four. Yeah. Every five feet. Mm-hmm. But it's double movement, so that's, does that mean you take 44 per? No, no, no. First, it's just you, you can only move, move at half, half speed. Okay. But for every you five feet, you move. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I've used terrain stuff. So you might want to grab like a, a couple like notation squares for that area instead. <clears throat> is my dagger in it? Your, your dagger is in it. Yeah. I'll, yes. just, I'll just make sure that every time we need to use it, it's, it starts at Aramis and goes all the way to there. Yeah. To the dagger. And yep. then to. Here. Perfect. And that is her turn. Aloma. Aloma. Stunned. Stunned. No longer stunned. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, Centaur A is dead. Centaur B. If she moves forward, she's going to be in the spike growth. Yep. Does she have. Does her pike have a reach? It does have a reach. Is it within 10 Good, feet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's going to just stab forward at uh, Victor. That is a 20 to hit. That hits. I already used my reaction. So you're going to take uh, 14 piercing damage as she just stabs into this kind of bramble of thorns that this uh, dryad has created. All right, so the Eladrin is going to go, the Eladrin B is going to go next and make a, a uh, so he's going to make he's a saving throw. Damage. I hope he dies, or I probably will. That's bad. Uh, he does make his save. That's only 16 damage. So 8 damage. Okay, <clears throat> and then he's going to make a, a, a two attacks against you. He has advantage, right? Uh, no, you're no you're, longer you're stunned no at the end of your turn. So No, but he didn't attack on his turn. Oh, yes, he does have blessing. Right, Thank yeah. you. The end. Here. That's so cool. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Let's Don't see. worry, guys. If you die, I'll bring you back to life. Yeah. <laughs> But Wait, if I die, I'm gonna well again. <laughs> okay. On the this face. first one, I rolled natural. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so, what is the negative on that one? Six. So that is a twelve. Yay! That would have hit me. It did it. And then the second attack. Good work. Is higher. Uh, it is a twenty-five. Yeah, that hits. hit. So 13 slashing damage and 16 fire damage. Okay. And that is his turn. Yes, make one con save. Aramis, it is your turn. Okay. You are no longer within the moonbeam. So, but if I move, concentration check. If I move this way, I'm getting both spike growth and moonbeam. Uh, you will not be getting spike growth because I think you're on the edge of spike growth. You are on the edge. You would yeah. get you out only of spike get spike growth, growth if you move. If I move this way. Yeah. Yeah, you don't take spike growth damage unless you move through it. But through I would it. take. But you would take moonbeam. Moon moon so yeah. if I go this direction. You could leap. Is there. Yeah. Would I be able to make like an athletics and jump? Absolutely. Across? You would okay. be able to. That's 20 feet away. Why do you think I. Why do you think I made gaps? Yeah, 10 feet away. Okay. Okay. What do you want me to do? Give me an athletics check. 
we do not use the, the, set, the standard yeah, rules okay. for that just because they are always so confusing. Um, oh. Because elephants can jump 20 feet in the air and a cat can't. Athletics, you said? Yep. 11. 11? <laughs> do you have advantage? No. I would say that that is not enough to jump that 10 feet. Shoot. Okay. Uh, give me a dexterity saving throw to see if you can grab onto either or the ledge that you're on, basically. Uh, dex, uh, 22. Okay, I'll let you go ahead and grab onto the ledge and pull yourself Ooh. up as your uh, full movement. Pulling use all my movement. Yep. Okay, shoot. Well, you're like, no, this is a turn. I have the advantage yeah. on this turn, and now I don't get to use it. Okay. No, uh, it? sorry, on, on your this, side. This, oh, this yeah. Side. yeah. So I don't make it across. Yeah, basically you start to jump and you feel like the vines or the thorns catch you and kind of like twist you around so you grab, grab one, grab one. Like range. an a ranged uh, attack spell? Yeah, I do. Uh, or a ranged weapon. Um, let's see, so let's do a spell then. I think I switched the Eladrin up, but that's okay. I will... Oh try and help others, I think. So I'm going to cast Fairy Fire here and try and get these two. Yeah, okay. standing Come long jumps are half, half your strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Half my strength. So what is the uh, roll for the uh, Fairy 15 Fire? 15 decks. They make sense. Both it's... do not make their save. Okay. So both of those are so covered those guys in Fairy are Fire. Fairy fired okay. for future turns. <clears throat> and then uh, go ahead and roll one more saving throw because I think you're the last yes, one. Yes, I still got. Mm-hmm. What's the Were you still afraid? No. Okay. Do um, I don't have advantage no. from the tree, right? That was only for nope, attacks. That was only for attacks. Okay. Um, that's going to be 18. 18. Okay, you're no longer afraid. Oh, there are goodness. no more fear effects yeah. on the field, right? Ooh. You took you took care of yep, both of yours. Yeah. Oh, I need a concentration rate, by yes. the way, for fairy fire. Cool. All right. Um, then I'll just end my turn. Okay. Uh, the Aladrin over in the corner is going to use his uh, face step and step right next to on Aramis on the other side so he doesn't get moon fired. Scott, that would be yours. Yeah. Thank you. So into the smite growth. Uh, he yeah. doesn't move through it. Right. I'm just saying he's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he's in it. He lands down and he's going to make a duo of attacks against you. Welcome to the party. The first one is a. 15 to hit. And the second one is far higher. 27 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. That is going to be Spike 22 growth. slashing yeah, damage. Force, force movement. 22 slashing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And 5 uh, fire damage. So 27 total. So my save needs to be uh, half. 27. So yes. 13, 14. 13. 14. Or, yeah. 13. It's always right down. Okay. Um, yep, that is 24. Okay, perfect. Uh, Dryad P is going to go. I very and then immediately it comes on. The one in the back. <laughs> uh, she is going to... <laughs> no. She's just going to kind of hang out. <laughs> I think she's just going to hang out there. She's just waiting for an opportunity. Uh, the other satyr is now back up, and he's going to leap up onto that uh, higher level, take aim at Aloma, and fire with three shots. That is a nine, miss. An eighteen, hit, and a sixteen, miss. So one hit for five piercing damage. Perfect. 
the guardian is going to go. He's going to go ahead and give advantage to that uh, satyr. Let's okay. go back. Yep, yeah, or not advantage. Uh, what do you call it? Inspiration. Inspiration. Okay, and then we get back up to the top of the round with another effect. Uh, the the music kind of changes, and you see it kind of almost visualize as it starts surrounding and protecting uh, his allies. Hmm. So each friendly creature in range has a barrier. Treebeard casts sandstorm. <laughs> Super effective. Okay. Uh, Victor, it's your turn. All right. I will not move, but I will. You can teleport. You can switch places with your dagger if you yeah. want. And you have advantage on them. So you'd get sneak. Alright, so I'm gonna throw, or I'm gonna. Th- See, he's five away from Yeah, so I'm gonna throw a dagger at him. Okay. And make an attack. So the first attack, this is gonna be with Shadow uh, Song. You have advantage. So that's mm-hmm. 12 for the. F- Oops. Advantage for what? That's oh, that's right. Fire, 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 fire. Fire. So 12, that's gonna be plus. 10, so 22. 22 will hit. Okay, and then it's going to be with advantage, so it's going to be. Sneaky boy. So that's 12 damage for just the blade. Oops, not that one. Ignore the second one. And then inspiration. I'm going to reroll one of those d6s. Piercer. It's pretty crappy. Stolen. As per usual. <laughs> so that's going to be 25. 25? Uh, well so you, done, wizards. For you, useless toss, feet. Seriously. you toss your knife out, and it goes uh, it goes soaring through the air and slams into this harmonious barrier, and uh, all the damage is dissipated from that first attack. Ooh. All right, I'll try again. I'll use my bonus action, bonus, uh, performance point, Okay. and I'll switch to place with the dagger and attack him again. You have advantage. advantage. Uh, so five. <laughs> it's not quite, not that much better, but I'll take it. So that's twenty. Twenty will hit. Same thing. So I. This one's gonna be with mist. So nothing special. So that's eleven damage. Eleven. Plus sneak attack. Nope, you don't. Oh, wait, no, not yep. sneak attack because the first one had it. So it's yep, just the first damage. one had it. Yep. Eleven. Uh, yeah. So swap him with the the dagger, please. Which one? Yes, yellow. The yellow yep. one. Knocked over a hinge. That's okay. That oh, was the sound from the crowd. Ooh, Ooh. And yeah. party foul. Okay, and then if there's nothing else, it is Bolt's turn. It's difficult terrain? It is difficult terrain, yes. Half movement in 2D, what? 2D, 4 per 5 feet. How far would I need to move to see uh, Aramis or Aloma? Sorry. Aloma. Let's see. You are five, five, ten, fifth. Yeah, ten, fifteen, maybe. So ten, you could see it because it's ten. You make the decision. You're the DM. I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> You'd be able to see it from fifteen. Five, ten would put you here. Yeah, which I don't think is quite. Well, yes, right there, ten. Okay, I will do that. Take the damage. So you take uh, 44 damage. Yeah, just take 44 damage, please. I get get half damage anyway, because of my shiny armor. That's right, you do. Uh, So uh, after the halving, (laughs) 
Uh, it's four. Four damage. Yep. Four okay. piercing damage. You <laughs> wade through the thorns. Uh, oh, and then I'm going to on a fairy mist. Yep. On Eladrin and myself. Okay. You're not going to do Aloma and just switch places with him? Nope. Okay. Uh, so... Here, Aloma, go in the, the we battle see. That oh. is a natural one. You nice. you do swap, indeed. And he will take damage. Uh, one more down. Actually, no. It's only moving. Yeah, he, yeah. he would have to move. Yeah, teleportation. Now, fastball special. But suddenly, uh, Aloma, you're staring down this ladder, and all of a sudden he just warps out of existence and oh. bolt slams in. Do you uh, have Do you have a potion of healing? You should uh, have one. I think I we got one. Better than that. Um, well, I will. I will uh, keep the attacks from hitting. Okay. Um, and and there's another like uh, giggle of laughter from the fairy dragons as a spectral shield hovers near you for the next minute, <laughs> granting you plus two AC and immunity to magic missile. <laughs> they are favoring you tonight, oh, and this has all been randomly rolled. Yes. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do? Nope, that's it. Nope, okay. yeah, that's it. Okay, nope. perfect. Uh, the so that's three, three times I've used it, right? So yes. I'm down to one charge. One charge. Nice. Ooh, and then fun stuff can happen. Uh, it just regains. Now, if you get to your last charge, I think there's a chance that it becomes a fairy dragon. Oh, yeah, I'll see. I'll see. Yeah. If the caster three attacks yeah, against Victor. Okay, bring it on. This is a seventeen AC. Stab, stab, stab. That's uh, two hits. Okay, two hits. Uh, it's been a new round, right? I should have my yes. reaction back, so I'm going to use my reaction to have the first one. Okay, then you're going to take that first one seven damage. Seven damage. Okay. So halved. So three. Three. Okay. And then you're going to take ten. I will reaction silvery barbs. Okay. Advantage. Oh. So disadvantage. Make sure you call that out like with one one of the oh. attacks rather than the damage on that. Because, oh, sorry. Okay, that attack, that second attack did miss because of the disadvantage from silvery barbs. Okay. Uh, and so the third damage is yeah. five. Take five piercing okay. damage. Five piercing. Got yeah. it. I feel so tanky. <laughs> Usually I die about now. Uh, the dryad is going to turn her attention to bolts because he's pretty tall up, and she's going to throw a, a trio of piercing thorns at you. I'm just going to wave and go, hello. <laughs> hello. Ding, ding, ding. Do I have at least half cover? Because of um, the bush and the height difference? Yeah, we'll go ahead and give you an extra two plus AC on top of the extra two. <laughs> so four plus yep. half damage. So I have 28, plus. 28 AC. <laughs> so we've got a... Just keep stacking it. I can give you shield of faith. <laughs> just making a round. Just making a 30. <laughs> 30. Uh, let's see. That's a 13 to hit. Yes. A 23 yes. to hit. And then a crit. It doesn't crit. But it doesn't crit you. Hits, it's just going to hit. So take six piercing damage. Halved. Three. Three piercing damage. <laughs> <laughs> As if one of them just goes, think. <laughs> It knocks the roof my hat off. No, there's a uh, there's a cry of anguish <laughs> from. Uh, it's all right. Uh, we got insurance. <laughs> Aloma, it is your turn. Okay. We are armored. He's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna like walk through, just under. I, I am gonna tell you like legs. like make sure you heal up if you can. Oh, I'll heal later. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let me get the let me get the healing block you're out. Just, yeah. long, you're, just re- you're just reminded of the last uh, the last pair of adventurers that ran into uh, situations of their own device. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I just gonna, got that I'm adventure PTSD. Okay. okay, basically. And, oh my gosh. Armor. Can you just fireball right here? I could. But um, that'll probably burn up some of the thorns too. I really wanted to, that to work, but it's they not burn like webs, don't they? Damn, he thinks. So oh, he doesn't have spiker. No, I, he's not under fairy fire, right? No. Which one? He, the Aladrin isn't, but this yeah, one is. the the centaur and the satyr. All right, so that failed. Um, so instead, I'm going to let's see, how where would I have to move in order for her in order for me to have line of sight on this dryad? You have it right now with uh, three quarters cover. Let me ask this: Does this wall prevent? Do, do these leaves prevent us from like moving through them? Do you um, know what I mean? They're probably like big tangles of vines. So okay. yeah, they it wouldn't would be block. like something. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So again, where do I have to get to? To see her, probably see her completely. right here, like ten more feet. Okay. So I moved one. I moved one, two, three. That would be. Four, five, yep. and I only have five more feet of move speed. Um, and you also have to make sure the spike. You're not entering this spike. Um, yeah. Spike is not. Right it's, here. It's, yeah, it's or, too sorry, far. It's right here. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go up here, and I'm going to use my bonus action um, to archer form attack her. Okay. And gosh, my rolls. <laughs> You gotta stop using those little baby dice. You gotta stop using baby dice. I didn't use a baby dice. I thought I was a baby. That's a 15 to hit. Will that hit her? 15 will not hit. Okay, I'm using an epic die. 18. An 18. Maybe you need to change seats. Maybe your seat is better. (laughs) Okay, so new season, new seat. Eight damage. Eight. And I'm gonna crush her feet, push her five feet this way. Okay. So first of all, she's gonna make the saving throw. She makes the say the concentration check on oh. the spike growth. She she falls off the edge and and lets out a, a shriek of panic as she falls thirty feet. Give me uh, three six, please. So that's uh, fourteen damage. Fourteen, and then she'll make her uh, concentration Fail. again. Fail it. Uh, she makes her concentration okay. still, okay. Uh, but yeah. So you said it was fourteen total. Yeah. And she is yep on the ground. And then I'll move five feet back. Okay. The last one. Okay. The centaur is going to spin around and uh, try and stab at Victor again. They're going to use the bardic inspiration. Fire away. Fire away. For 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. Uh, That is going to fire at you for 13. And then uh, his or her hoof attack. Uh, 13 damage, yes. Okay. 13 piercing. Uh, and then 12 to hit on the other one. So. Uh, 12 no. to hit misses. Yep. Nothing there. Okay, perfect. The Eladrin is right. That Eladrin is right next to Aramis. So mm-hmm. Just going to make a pair of attacks. With no advantage. The lowest of which, though, is a 22. Okay, so they hit. Okay. So the first attack is going to be. 23 damage total, 10 of it fire. Okay, I make my save there. You said it was 23? Yep. And the second is going to be 
24. Damage? Yep, 24 okay, damage. I'm unconscious. Okay. So the fairy fire is gone. Fairy fire uh, drops no. as Aramis falls unconscious. Do I fall into the moonbeam? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to? No, I don't want to die. Uh, go ahead and at the start of your turn, give me a death saving throw, please. Oh, righty. They're not pulling their punches, huh? Oh, sorry. You're right. That is non-lethal damage. So <laughs> you are <laughs> I apologize. You are correct. Yep. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. I, I carried I away say, because I had not. You liar. Away. We're burning this forest to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other Aladrin is going to rush for Aloma. Okay. He's so, going to um, He'll take spike growth and he's going to take. My so tell spirit spirit guardians. She takes one, one spike. Okay, so he's gonna take six spike growth damage. He made this save against the guardians. Okay, so it's uh, how many rounds is Boombeam up? Twenty-six damage. So thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, uh, and then trio or a duo of attacks. It's concentration. I will Small. use yet another whoa low on the first one. Jeez, yeah, I'm sure one minute. So it's one yeah. minute. So forever. Six, ten rounds. Ten rounds. So nineteen to hit you. No! Oh! <laughs> it's okay. And the other one is uh, not going to hit you. Okay. So Fifteen plus five, twenty total damage. Oh! Concentrating on staying alive. I'm still up. Barely. I'm still standing. Just barely. Yeah, yeah. What did I tell you? Heal yourself. No. Never. It's, it's a non-lethal fight. We can heal later. Uh, <laughs> the dryad over there is going yeah, to cancel the moon the beam. The dryad in the back. I'm dead. I fell. He's like, <laughs> kicks you off. <laughs> <laughs> Two field dead saves. And then... um, I need Victor to make me... Nice. A dexterity saving throw, please. I automatically save. Natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. Calling that wish it, want it, do it, right? <laughs> There's a freaking epic oh, die for you. Oh, the home run to left field. Yep. Right? Uh, as basically she, she tries to uh, lash out at you with a, a grasping vine to pull you off. Uh, the edge, and it uh, does not work. Yeah. Oh, gold piece on the ground. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, naked gun. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that would be <laughs> towards her, towards the vine. Wait, let's see. Unoccupied space. So the, let's. Uh, oh, we do have vines, don't we? Scott, can you grab a vine for me? Sure. And then the uh, other satyr over there, he's just gonna make his, he's gonna move up so that he can see Loma again. This one? Uh-oh. 15. Yep, he should be able to see you from there. And here's three shortbow attacks against you. They all um, the myths. <laughs> one of them is an 18. Oh, that hits. Okay, uh, and then they all hit, and one of them is a crit. Okay, I'm, oh. I mean, I'm out. I've got four hit points. No! <laughs> okay. So. No! Yep. Unconscious. Okay, so Aloma falls unconscious as well. We're uh, not Aloma making a good show for the new recruits. <laughs> uh, put the vine right next to I mean, Victor. I'm uh, the actually, reason Victor's put it over, alive. Let's uh, be honest. <laughs> Victor and both are now like, no, no, not again. Not again. No more spirit guardians. 
psychic damage to both of us. Hey, how's it going? I'm the, the grasping vine here. Quite fair. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Oh no. And then it is the Guardian's turn. He's going to look at Bolt from across the battlefield and he's going to say, Have you had enough yet? Are you ready to give this up and go home? No, I'm I'm having fun. I'm just getting started. <laughs> Very well. Fairly well, indeed. Fairly well. Very well. And then at the beginning of the next round... I could do this all day. He's going to... Victor, it's it's just like before. <laughs> Only the other two. <laughs> the gore. <laughs> the blood. Um, so he is going to point his finger at the satyr uh, in front of him mm-hmm. and cast the enlarge spell on it. The bigger they are, the further they fall. Yep. And then it is Victor's turn. Say, well, you know, it's been a nice fight and everything. I'm out. I'm going to jump off the edge. But I'm going to grab my flying broom. Flying broom. Okay. Crossing that. And then I'm going to use the, what is it, 30 feet? Okay, the centaur is going to make an attack of opportunity at you. That was my bonus action to, when I'm jumping, to, what's it called? Uh, this, the disengage. Disengage. Yeah. disengage. Oh, oh, bonus, bonus action. Disengage. Cutting, cutting, okay. action. cutting yep. action, that's what it's yep. called. So I will use that for your... Come on. Somewhere. Okay, flying 50 feet. So, how many feet? So from here, that would be, I assume, the dropping. Yeah, you, you just have your full five, 50. Yeah. So 50. So, five. And would I be able to get over to yeah. these guys? Yeah. Okay. So, I'll just get over here. And I won't be where he can, I'll, I'm going to be flying under. Okay. Neath. Um, the next turn, I'm going to try and come up and. Feed my bottle. I mean, you you have an action this yeah, turn still. Should be able to. Yeah. If you don't make it. Oh, attack. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Because that one's that one's not an action. So yeah, I'll use my action to uh, give him a potion. Yeah. Is it just a regular healing uh, potion healing, or? I need to see which one. I'm pretty sure I have a superior. Turn. Potion of healing. This one is a two d four plus two. So that's one and two, so that's three, five, five, five hit points. Yes. But that's not the. That's the wakey up. Wakey, wakey. And then listen, I can't have another person dying on my watch. Okay, it looked bad enough on my last resume. What happened? This guy over here got the best of you for the moment, but you got this. Bardic oh. inspiration. <laughs> I'm gonna sigh and then carefully step over Loma. When, when you use your action, you oh, it's feeding to someone else. All right, you're squeezing there. But well, I mean, I could, I can technically stand over Loma because okay. of the. Well, stand over him then, okay. and then I will do that. Best. Yeah. Otherwise, it's and then I'm just gonna punch him. Okay. What did you Aloma? say? Uh, yes. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> I was asking about the potion rules, but it's I'm feeding it to him. Not it wasn't me taking an action. Yeah. No, yeah, no longer advantage because that the 
that thing's gone, right? Correct, yeah. Guardian. Two more. First attack. Uh, 15. 15 will miss. Okay. Second attack. 31. 31 will hit, yeah. Twenty damage, thunder damage. Twenty damage. Okay, I thought I heard you to say twenty-eight from over there. Okay. Um. Yeah, just take my axe, and then I will uh, use my bonus action to guardian armor. Okay. Get some bonus temp hit points mm -hmm. to. Uh, I think it's within 30 feet is what you said. Yeah. Everything. So, uh, eight temps for you. I'm unconscious. Still eight temps. I still get, yeah. still get eight temps. So if you come back, if I can get you back alive, um, I get eight. And then these guys, I think, are outside of my Okay. Well, technically I can. Well, I guess I don't think I can see them though, huh? Eh. Actually, that's 60 feet. That's yeah, probably not. Okay. Okay. Uh, then the uh, enlarged satyr is going to go next. He is going to uh, step forward, and he's going to go down to the side so that he can see Aramis and uh, Victor. Go down here. 15. Yep. Plus the drop. 20. Or 20. Okay. And, yeah. Three attacks on Victor. That's a 16. Miss. And 17. Hit 21. Hit. So two hits on you. Is that shield around me gone? Yeah, it has been yeah, a new yeah, round. You have your oh, I have my action. Mm -hmm. So on the first one, I'll. No, the shield's for one. I think you can wait to decide if you're going to use it. Look at your. Look at your can you dodge have the de attacks damage against you when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack so yeah i'll just okay. take the first one i guess uh so take three damage and then seven damage total seven. of ten okay mm -hmm. okay can i retcon something what uh, what would you like to i want to can i try the fire room on him on the ladder uh sure uh so that is a dc 17 strength does not make a save. Okay, so it takes 2d6 fire damage. At the start of it, let's see. And he shackled it. He takes it now, I think. Right? Yeah, it takes it right away. So that's five more damage, five more fire. Five more fire damage. And then at the start of his turn, he takes two, 2d6 as well. Okay. And he can repeat the saving throw at the end. Okay. Uh, the dryad is at the bottom. She kind of sits there for a moment and she she calls up and she, goes, and she says something in Sylvan. The satyr looks at everything, and he kind of shrugs and says, mm -hmm. and she goes, okay. And she dismisses her thorn wall and then just walks off. Oh. Yeah. Her, you guys uh, got this. Her bramble. Yep, her bramble. Her. Yep. Okay. <laughs> the like whims of the fae. Like, <laughs> you guys okay up there? I don't want to go. I don't want to climb all the way back up there. <laughs> I could have the plants do it for me, but then I have to bag them. And I don't no, she to was bag. the one concentrating on spike growth, right? Yes. Yep. So, so that gone. one is gone. It's gone. Yep. Uh, then it is Aloma's turn. Aloma is unconscious. Uh, then it is the centaurs. That centaur is going to uh, move forward around the corner and then rush at. Five, ten, right there. Yeah, we'll just have them right outside. 
Which way? Uh, rushing towards uh, Victor. Okay. So just run over. I assume it'll have you. Does Does they have 50 feet? For five damage. Yeah, it'll be Well, it she has a. She has reach. She yeah. reach so. so she's going to uh, throw or throw out her pike towards you. Okay. Um, but that's only an 11. Yes. Okay, and then the other attack can't hit because it's only a five feet okay. attack. Uh, the Aladrin is going to try and make a uh, duo of attacks against you, though, Victor. Disadvantage, disadvantage because he's restrained. Oh, sorry, not the Oh, this Victor, one. sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, the first one is a 23 to hit. Yes. Okay. Nineteen slashing and six fire, so twenty-five total. And the second one, oh, you dropped. Okay. Yeah. I it, I had six hit points and then that <laughs> fire just knocked me out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Uh, the, and then he's just gonna move uh, through past the the centaur towards Bolt. The Elijah Rome. Yep. How Fifty far? feet. He jumps just fine. So does that count for more than just um, five? Yeah, just ten, up, ten, right? Yep. Uh, so that would be five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty, forty-five, fifty. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Aramis. Okay, I will stand up. Okay. Mm. And do I lay on hands or do I attack? You lay your hands on them. Lay on hands would get you 20 hit points. <laughs> get you 20 Oh, hit yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> lay on hands on you and then another. Uh, well, it's I'm going to split it. I'm going to split. Because you can split the lay on hands, pull, can't you? Well, yeah, uh, it you takes your action, action to use it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can give him 10 and then next turn you can give, give me 10. Yep. But next you can't do you that can't on the same, same turn. Split it. Uh, yeah. You use your action. I can't go like this. <laughs> no, apparently not. Because <laughs> it's hands are useful. Yeah, yeah. You lay on hands. Two. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's like paddles. I'm gonna attack. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs My healing? My life is not in danger. All right. Okay, you uh, pull out the bronze swords. Yep. Provided to you. Okay, that's going to be a 25 to hit. 25 will hit. As a D6. Um, for seven. Seven damage. And then that's going to be a 19 to hit. That'll hit. You should defensive flourish. Um, for, yes, for um, 11 damage. Okay, that one is knocked unconscious. Um, oh, cool. You hit her with the flat of your blades, like either side, and she just crumples. Use cover. Yeah, I'm gonna move to hide, ish. Um, yeah. So if it's not lethal damage, can we still roll to stabilize? Um, you're just stable. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're yeah, you're not you're rolling. Yeah. You're just not just zero. coming. I think it's like a one D four hours before you regain consciousness. Okay. Uh, the other Ladrin goes, and he's gonna take fire damage. 2d6. Six damage. Six damage. Do I have any resistance to that? Oh. Apparently they do. They are dealing fire damage after all. Um, and he is going to make a 
do have attacks against Bolt. That would be with disadvantage, though, yeah? Because he's restrained. restrained. Oh, he is restrained, yes. How does he break his restraint? Does it yeah, like strength check at the end of his turn? Yeah, the end of his turn, So that is a 15 on the first one. Yes. And then a natural one on the second. So he just kind of struggles in the chains, and then he's going to make his strength check. 17. He does not make a strength check. He's nice. still restrained. Uh, the other dryad is just going to take it easy as well. Like, everybody seems to be gotten this. They, they appear to be the least uh, thrilled to be in <laughs> any sort of combat uh, out of anybody here. Uh, and then that uh, satyr over on the left, he's going to make a trio of uh, short bow attacks against Bolt. Two of them are definitely misses, and the other one is a 23 to hit. I have a 28 AC. Then that is also a miss. <laughs> uh, and then it is the top of the round. The Guardian does not have anything else that... Wait, does he? No, he doesn't have anything else that he can do uh, at the top of each round, so we're just going to go ahead and skip that part and say Victor is unconscious. <laughs> Bolt, it sure. is your turn. Okay. Give him the old... Uh... Well, I'm going to move... Can I move here between the two? On this little ledge uh, area. Like yes, that. sure. Shove action. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to do one attack on the one that's shackled. Okay. Just bop him on the head as you're passing by. Yep. Just kind of backhand him. Yep. Um, you have advantage be... on the attack. Okay. Uh, the highest was a 19 plus 12. Yep. That'll hit. Uh, and then. So that. I'll just. I'm not going to use my D6 Giant Smite for that one. Okay. Just the standard. Uh, Eight. So 14 damage. 14 damage. Okay. Still alive. He is still alive. These guys are tough. Shit. Take okay. him out. Hit him again. Yeah, okay. I'll hit him again. That's that's a Loma Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one less on the attack. One less, that'll hit. <laughs> yeah. And then I will use the D6 okay. to try to take him out. 18 damage. Yes, that is enough. Ooh, All right. Nice. So the shackles do go away. And then I'll use the rest of my movement to get here. I'll put myself back where I was. Okay, perfect. Then after Bolt, it is the... Uh, no longer enlarged. That was only for one turn. And he is going to... He's going to make a trio of attacks against uh, Aramis. Now, you said you did a defensive flourish? Um, well, I was going to, but I took him out, so I don't know if it like, matters. I don't well, know if I could apply it if he's dead. I mean, you, you, know I mean? you could have... Because it's extra damage, yeah, but he was already it. like unconscious. But what else so. does it do? What, it well, gives it me... It raises so, your AC. Yeah, it, it yeah, bumps up that, that part would have happened either way. By your okay. inspiration. Yeah, so it just does uh, my d6 of Bardic Inspiration. So When five. does your Bardic Inspiration go to a d8? Oh, it, it, it is a d8. It is a d8, you're right. <clears throat> Wait, hold on. Let me just... Yeah, it is a d8. Yeah, so that's what you were saying you about. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's <laughs> actually worse. <laughs> I'll give you the five. That's okay. fine. Uh, so a plus five against the next attack against you or until, uh, until his just turn? Until, until his my turn. turn. Yep. shield. Nice. Yeah. So a trio of attacks against you here. We've got a 12 to hit. That's a miss. We've got a 
25 to hit. And then a 17 to hit. No. Yeah. So, so one of them hits you for 10 damage. Unconscious oh, again. Unconscious. Unconscious. <laughs> I was going to come back and give you lay on hands. That's okay. Uh, Loma goes. Loma wait, wait, wait. Was he the one attacking me? Yeah. Yes. Would this have given me any sort AC? of AC? That would have given him an AC boost. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would have been. Plus two or plus more? Um. Because it was twenty-five to hit, so it would have missed. So, you, so yeah, I would be up. Yeah. Okay. You are you are up and at him. Yes. It shoots and then it hits the tree. Yeah. Perfect. The tree gasps. Then it is uh, the last remaining Ladrin's turn. He's going to make a duo of attacks against you. Bolt. And they are both going to miss. Yes, I don't think they can hit you without crits at this point. Uh, they Aramis, can't crit, they can't. Well, they can hit, but they yeah. don't get any extra damage. Then it is Aramis. Okay, I'm gonna run back and give you lay on hands. <laughs> so there's okay. 20, 20 HP. Um, and that's that. Okay. I come back as Gandalf the White. <laughs> um, and then I'll use my. Let's see, I did ten, so I'll just go back to where I was. Get out of there. Get out of dodge. That uh, that satyr over on the far left is gonna move uh, around to bolt and uh, make a trio of attacks, trying to get a crit here. No. <laughs> Victor. I need to get 28 all right. AC all the time. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, only for a minute, but this is... Uh, what round is this? Six? Seven. Seven. Quite the long fight going on yeah. there. Yes, it is. But I didn't get the I didn't get that minute thing until like round four. Three. Three. Yep. Half my movement, standing up. Thank you. Uh, and I'm going to make an attack. I'm going to throw a dagger at, the at him. Okay. Clinch. Which is at plus nine. So that is a two. That's a 13. I'm going to put an epic dives on that. That is a 19 to hit. 19 will hit. And then. Clinch, which That's is right. 1d4 plus seven. So that is 10 damage. Dumb. On him. Did you take him? Ten. Mm -hmm. And hey. then I'm going to use my bonus action and a performance point to switch places and make, attack him again. Hey. I guess I use my bonus action. So you switch places with your dagger? Yeah, with my dagger. So you fall off the edge? That was a natural one, but I'm going to switch with inspiration. Fall off the edge? Oh, it should be. Here? Yeah, right there. Okay. That was a natural one, so I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. Seven plus nine, so 16 to hit. You rolled that with advantage, right? And you got a natural one with advantage? Sorry, no, I got a natural one. That, so that's a seven with advantage, and then if I use inspiration, that's a four, so seven's the best I got. So, so you rolled the original attack, rolled the you rolled twice, one, and rolled and the, the natural one on, was a seven. on both of them? No, first time was a natural one. Okay, you have advantage on yeah. that attack. And then the second time I rolled it was a seven. Okay. Plus, plus my one. nine, okay. so it's 16. All right. And then I rolled, does the and then and then in sixteen will hit. So, oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry, that was my missing. So yep. sixteen hit. So <laughs> it's getting late. It's getting late. <laughs> Everyone's a little tired. Eight damage. Eight damage, and then sneak attack. And sneak attack. Scroll, come on. Snack. Snack attack. Scroll, yeah, you you slice uh, your dagger out. It kind of cuts his arm a little six, bit, and then you appear right six. behind him. And then just smash the pommel into the back of his neck and drop him. Okay. Because there's, yeah, he did not have much left, so. Yes. Go to sleep, little goat. Bolt! 
I'm going to start walking towards the Seder, and as I walk by, I'm going... There's an Eladrin in your way. I'm going to say, you're coming with me, and I'm going to grapple him. Oh, grapple him. Drag him along with me. (laughs) Okay. All right, go ahead and make the... uh... Uh, So the grapple is... Strength Athletics versus their Athletics Dex. I get it. Advantage on it, because it says Strength. Twenty-three. Uh, yeah, you succeed. Yep. I'm like you're coming with me, and I just I kind of like grab him, like fist, like over the whole head, and And I'm gonna drag him with me to here. Okay. (sighs) Too big. Too big. Too fast. Just to get, just to get kind of in her face. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was my action, though. So. Uh, that was your attack action, your so you have one more attack. attack yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I'm going to go ahead and just be like... <laughs> the the satyr? Mm-hmm. Okay. Improvised weapon throw attack. <laughs> Can I beat beat with your friend? <laughs> Puny gods. Uh, 26. 26 will hit. Thirteen damage. Thirteen is enough. You just drag him right over to watch him punch your the friend yeah. in the face yeah <laughs> i just don't want him to get away yeah that's that was the whole point like, like all right you're staying here um aloma would you go ahead and roll me a d20 or do, do my favorite trope where someone gets dragged by the leg and they go Two. Two. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> because even though you're unconscious chaos does not <laughs> sleep for anyone what is this <laughs> You're surrounded by faint ethereal music for the next minute. Nice. Darn it. <laughs> All the little fairies are around your head. Yep. <laughs> uh, centaurs are dead. That Aladrin is They're going to try and break to... the grapple. Conscious. Okay. On you. Yep. Versus my strength. Yep. Whoa. Uh, Uh, 23 again. They rolled a 22, so you still have them grappled. And that was their action. Aramis. Okay. I'm going to get to where I can see Loma. Uh, Give me just a quick athletics or acrobatics to hop up. Sure. Um, Crit. Okay. And then I will bonus action uh, healing word. Hooray! Um, I'm going to upcast it. So that's going to be Three, no, two, D, four, plus uh, three. So that's going to be um, nine, nine heals. Okay. There you go. Back in the fight. Um, and then I'll continue. So that was five. It's 10 feet to go up. So 20. One, two, five, thirty. Okay. <laughs> right? Nailed it. Where I wanted to go. <laughs> Barrel roll. Yep. Yep. Right. When the char- when the figure does what your character wanted to do. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Yep. Perfect. Okay. You come down, bronze sword <sighs> ready, uh, but that Eladrin has definitely got like a hand right on its face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then it is back up to the like top of the round oh, with Victor. Aloma, are you awake yet? Let's torch this place. No, don't light it on fire. 
So <laughs> much for being no Why would a druid want to light a forest on fire? No. You had really cool. <laughs> I'm gonna cast. As soon as you do that, I'm gonna cast freaking sleet storm and put the fire. Out. And then as soon as you cast sleet storm, I'm gonna get my tender box out. Counter spell. <laughs> so five, ten, fifteen. I will silvery barb to you. <laughs> It's not, it's not an attack. I'm going to throw a dagger at... Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to cast... With the performance point, I'm going to cast... Um, cloud of daggers. Cloud of daggers between Dryad and... What's his bucket? Guardian. Good. Guardian. Yeah. And that's my action. Bonus action. How rude. Bolt. I, at least I used the iron with bark. <laughs> it's an interesting tree, that's for sure. Um, I'm going to use the shove action to push him down to the ground prone. Prone. Okay. And then punch. Oh, you first have to make sure you succeed in the shove. I'm sure you will. Just... Oh, okay. It's, it's the it's same thing. Strength 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 strength. Yeah, you win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prone, uh, prone, advantage now. Oh, bonus action. 19, I'm gonna use to 19, a performance bonus. Nineteen. Nineteen will hit. Yes. That's box. Uh, fourteen damage. Fourteen damage. Okay. Anything else? Nope. That's it. I guess I could move. Aloma. Stand up. I can move and drag him on the ground. Stand up. Um, and then. I need, we need a whole album. <laughs> Powerline needs to come out with the whole album. Yep. I guess, you know what? I get advantage if I'm within five feet of him. Yep. yep. Because he's prone. Uh, you'd have to get down, though. That's, that uh, because that's 10 feet up. So I will have I will have proned him right here. How about that? Push him prone. Yeah, sure. Drop the people down. <laughs> down. And um, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna use guiding bolt since I get a free casting of it. What are you guiding me to do? Yeah. <laughs> On his elbow um, as he's falling. Yeah. Okay. Now that it doesn't matter, <laughs> I crit. All right. Um, Twenty-seven damage. Twenty-seven damage. Canadian. Okay. Um, let me just mark that as a use. Okay. These are using our new normal crits. Right. Yes. Right. It was. I was just doubling the dice. Yep. Um, and then as a bonus action, archer. Or I guess you are an archer. I, it, form. Well, when you are incapacitated, mm -hmm. and that happens when you go unconscious, yeah. then you drop it. Yeah. So I could redo it, but. Yeah. Um, I think instead I'll just. Sorry, let me look at what bonus actions are available to me right now. Don't want to do that. Uh, don't want to do that. Nah, I'm just gonna do nothing. Okay. And then we've got Aramis. Actually, sorry, the Aladrin needs to go. He's gonna try and. Uh, Get up. Yeah, he's gonna try and. He, I still grapple. Yeah, he he's gonna try and like break the, break the grapple yeah. before he can stand. <laughs> he's start punching at you with his base. Thirty. Twenty. 
So. Okay. <laughs> Squeeze harder. Aramis. All right. Time for the triple attack. Step up. <laughs> the guardian is like looking over, like, what are they doing? Be- all three of them beating up. <laughs> um, <that laughs> Heroes indeed. We're definitely good. To hit. Nineteen will hit. Yes. Okay. You, gotta, you took advantage on that, right? Yeah. Four nine damage. Okay. Now I'll hit him again. All right. Um, that is a twenty-eight to hit. Twenty-eight will hit. For um, seven damage. Seven damage. And then offhand um, is going to be a um, twenty-seven. That'll hit. For um, eleven. Okay. Uh, with that last hit, he yields. He raises up his hands, drops his weapon. And yes. <laughs> and and then only then remembers I could have face stepped out of this. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because I just remembered that. This yeah. is the first time playing as this character, okay? <laughs> Uh, the dryad is going to go, and she's going to let out a, a cry of alarm as these daggers are starting to uh, swarm around her. And the guardian is actually going to uh, grab her and kind of like shelter her away and kind of send her off the edge, like, "No, no, my dear, it's all right." <laughs> uh, and plants are going to help her down and everything. Eats her off the edge. And then the guardian is going to take the uh, the damage okay. on his turn. Ten. Okay, and he's going to say. I believe that I have seen enough if you would call off your daggers. And he will call off his daggers. Okay. Now. Perfect. He bounce you as well. So I'm going to say, Guardian, as you can see, we played by the rules. If we were the enemy, we would have killed all of these. Indeed. And you also showed compassion towards one another, helping each other up in lieu of any sort of extra brutality. So, Victor visibly shivers. I think it is of safe to say. No, of the, the, <laughs> no, of the, of the gore that could have ensued. Um, I do say that you are worthy for a gift to help you along your way. Uh, so he, he lowers the you out of the arena, just again on uh, branches. And as he, uh, as he comes down to the ground, he pulls uh, a tuning fork out of one of his branches and it is to him it's kind of in his fingers but to you it is it looks like it's the size of like a short sword right yeah (laughs) and he goes this is what you seek the resonance of stone with it i can make a weapon potent against creatures of earth like the count but it is dangerous in the wrong hands so you would see why i was wary of uh sending it out so who would like to receive this blessing? Well, let's see. I think yours what? is the. You're gonna present one weapon of your choice. Yeah, maybe. So I the bronze bronze either either stuff. the bronze swords or or Power up your my gauntlet. Maybe do the bronze swords because they're not magical. Yeah, apparently. true. So. Okay. Uh, and he will he will take the resonance and he will dong dong against both of them and you can feel the vibrations uh, going up and down them. Uh, so we are going to actually switch your blade out for a different weapon. Nice. Uh, does this like does it negate? discard this? Does it? Uh, no. So this is a reward for this basically. Okay. That okay. is that is not going to negate the challenge. In fact, this is probably your reward for the challenge okay. because of uh, perfect your actions. 
So this is now a sword of resonance. Ooh. Now that says it's a long sword. Um, you can choose to have a long sword, or you can choose to have it be a short sword. Okay, I'll do a short sword. A single or double. Right, right yeah, now, obviously do. double. Yeah, short sword. So we'll just say that um, one of them is a sword of resonance, and the other one is it's just, just a normal. Two, yeah. Breaks it. Yep. So that is a plus two to oh, attack damage, attack and damage. If you want to go ahead and read that off really Ooh, quick. Yeah. So this peculiar brass short sword. Hollow and has loot strings that run along its blade, allowing mm. you to use the sword as both a loot and spell casting focus. Um, <laughs> you're proficient with this loot while you're attuned to the sword. Uh, this sword also has the finesse property. Due to the hollow blade's reduced weight, you gain a plus two to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. In addition, the sword's hollow metal blade magically amplifies the music made within it to inspire allies. When using, whenever, sorry, whenever you expend a use of your bardic inspiration. Sword begins to reverberate with thunder synergy. The next time you hit a target before the end of your next turn uh, with an attack using the sword, that target takes an additional one d six thunder damage. Nice. nice. Yep. And this is a permanent. Thing. That is that is a permanent weapon for so you. So nice. So one of my blades is the sword of resonance. Yep. The other is Metal. Just, just, a, just a bronze. bronze. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, really quick. The so reason why you would take a short sword over a long sword is because of finesse. Is that right? And um, light, so that I can do a little, little, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you took the dual wielder feat, you could use long swords in both right. hands. Yeah. But, but uh, we'll just say it's a short sword. I, I had that planned anyway. Okay. Uh, and the, the guardian says, well, I know that you've all taken a little bit of a, a beating there. <laughs> and <laughs> I do fine. apologize. You could say that. Um, so please uh, eat, drink, be merry, enjoy the music. And when you're ready, you can leave on your journey again. So I will allow you guys to take a long rest in here Oof. as you party on the night away. Nice. And he does give you instructions on the path to take out to get to the to get to crystal encounter. Yep, basically the crystal encounter is uh, is inside a ruined fortress called Hollowbend Keep. Okay. And he is uh, he gave you instructions on how to get there so that you can face him next time because it is late and we are tired, if you can't tell. Uh, thank you everybody so much for joining. It has been a wonderful journey. I have had a lot of fun. Uh, I'm giving everybody inspiration tonight. That was really good. You guys hopefully enjoyed a more complicated fight than usual tonight. I kind of went overboard after the other way of uh, just throwing things at you. But anyway, uh, thanks to Sirenscape for providing sound effects. Thank you all for providing the wonderful likes, comments, subscriptions, uh, likes, I already said that. <laughs> comments, views, subscriptions, likes, and comments. <laughs> we mentioned likes. Door and, um, Yeah, and thank you very much. I'm going to go to bed now. Have a wonderful <laughs> evening. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>